Welcome to the Random Tea Sleepy Hollow podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 8, Novus Ordo Seclorum. Yay! Also known as the Fall Finale. Yes. Yes. Which I think I'm more excited about you calling it the Fall Finale than... I, okay, I don't know. Yeah. I need help. <laughs> um, A lot of stuff happened. So much happened. Yeah. I was not expecting quite so much excitement. I wasn't either. Wrapped up in one little tasty beverage. Yeah. So... <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I'm excited about it. I'm excited to see what happens. And I really wish that all the people who had started watching the show in season one and liked it and then fell off during season two, I wish they would all come back. I wish. I do too. And see that the show has finally come back around to what it was originally. Yeah. This is this is uh, a great leap forward, I think. I think. And season three has been not, not perfect. I don't think it's been quite as good as season one, but much better than season two. Well, yeah, I think I think if season two had not choked us on the horseman stuff, yeah. then we could still be working with the horsemen. Yeah. And this still would be the same story. But because of all the garbage that happened in season two with Henry That we're distancing Katrina, ourselves from. That dragged it out. The showrunners are distancing from oh, it. Oh, definitely. So, They've even admitted that. Oh, they're absolutely. They have. Yeah. So, you know, I think if season two hadn't been run into the ground. Yeah. It would be the show we had in season one, but yeah, yeah, it is what it is. It is. Um. So we have uh, before we get to the recap and everything, we have some feedback to go through before, and we also have some feedback for after. Yeah. So stay tuned after, and yeah. um, we may even talk a little bit about next season. Yeah. Next season, next half season half. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, this this is will be a long cast. So you know, prepare appropriately. <laughs> I've already gone to the bathroom, so we're good. I'm so proud. Yay! I am not sitting on my knee. Yay! So it doesn't go to sleep. It'll be <laughs> awesome. So, uh, all right. So we have uh, some feedback from Joe and Jasmine. Yep. Um, for From last week's podcast. And so I'll just jump to it. Uh, Joe wrote in, and we're so glad you did. Yes. Yay, we Joe. always get excited when you write in. Or anybody writes in for that Seriously. matter. Seriously. Uh, so Joe goes on to say, um, Pandora must have known Nevin would need assistance, so she let him know where to go and what to do to get help. He had obviously been in contact with Pandora because he said his boss was much worse. Yes, and we saw that, they showed that again in the previously ons, yes. where he said that Pandora, make, yes. er, my boss like, makes Pandora look like a kindergarten teacher. Yes, so... Absolutely. I just really wish they would have filled in that plot hole But a she was better. so freaking upset that he had used the box and th- that yeah, we find out in this episode. That's later, though. So I don't know um, how he knew to use the box. He knew the box was available. The box was a thing? Yeah. There's a big plot hole there, and I, I think that might get addressed in the back half of the season. I hope it does. I certainly hope so, it does. Well, well, there are things we can discuss later about all yeah. of that, because... That's this episode. Uh, Joe also sent me uh, some inf- uh, some binding information. Yes. Which I went in and I read it. And Joe, please, thank you for sending me this. Anytime you find she a link. She loves I, stuff I, like this. I will dig so much. So hard. <laughs> um, the only problem is what he sent me was talking about binding a spirit to a vessel. Okay. Uh, to a to a stone. Yeah. The, in this instance, it wasn't necessarily. It's it was uh just magic in general. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a specific spirit. I don't think. 
which that's what I was looking I'm for. I'm a little dodgy on what the stone is. Uh, yeah, it's I am too. And, uh, no, but it was a great article that I never came across in my research. And I'm putting a link to it in the show notes. Yay. Giving Joe props for it. So, yes, anytime you guys find research either contradicting she will eat that or up. support. Yeah, we'll go down the rabbit hole. She will. It's great. That's what takes me so long to do my notes for the podcast is yeah. I get lost. Yeah. So, anyway, but thank you. Yeah. Put a link out. Um, Joe goes on to say, after their first encounter with the Berserkers, I did not have a problem with them going into the tunnels. Okay. He says, Ichabod would have been familiar with the locations of the entrances, and they said in the beginning that the tunnels lead from the archives, or HQ, to the battlefield. He just led them to one. Okay. You I just, can't argue with that. I think, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, because, you know, this is your feelings. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of, at least from what we talked about when we, when we were doing season two, is you just got tired of the fact that it was always the tunnels. Every time we Everything was around, conveniently tunnel related. Yes. There was an escape hatch to a tunnel. Right there. Everywhere. Even next to the, where the Liberty Bell was in the yep. middle of that park, there was an entrance to the tunnel right yep. there. Yeah. Yeah, I think and that I, was the point where you were like, for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not that I have a problem with the tunnels themselves. They have they established the tunnels right away, just like they established Ichabod's eidetic memory. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean I'm not sick of it. Yeah. Every time we turn now and sure if the middle of these woods there was this hatch to go to the tunnels and Jenny's R V is parked out there in the woods, of course she's gonna park next to a tunnel entrance. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I'm just sick of them being used over and over as a convenient escape hatch. Yeah. It's it's done. Let it go. <laughs> That's my only problem with it. Um, just those dang tunnels. And everything's in those tunnels. Yeah. Ichabod may as well just set up house in those tunnels. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, well, God knows he doesn't have a home of his own. No, he lives with Abby now, though. I know, that's the Finally. Best. Uh, Joe goes on to say, while in the tunnels, Abby voiced the observation as opposed to making a leap of logic. Mm-hmm. She said, hitting them seemed to make them stronger, like they fed off the energy of our attacks. Okay. Yeah. She did. I'll give you that. That was a good observation, and, and she did. At least there was that. I probably didn't hear it over my eye rolling. That's possible. <laughs> It gets noisy when you do that. It does. Uh, Jenny then states that Nevin did not have the ability to raise the berserkers. He questions she only met Nevin the once, so how the hell did she know that? Yeah. And that's when Ichabod leaps to Pandora. But how they could tie Nevins to Pandora... Was sketchy. ...was a little sketchy in A Leap of Logic. And the fact that there was a much more organic location for that leap later in the show... Yeah bugged me even more yeah it was that you, part because i remember we were watching it and you were like right there would have been perfect yeah i'm used to their leaps there's a lot you we all know that logic in this and show they ha- and they like, have to to some extent because i mean it's it's they've got like what 43 minutes or whatever to. <laughs> to to move this along yeah we have to move along yeah but logic in this show go hand in hand like oil and water and yeah. I'm, I'm used to that but the yeah. fact that it could have been placed later yeah and it would have worked out much better just whatever um Anyway, Joe goes on to say, uh, by stopping Nevin, Sophie did a favor. Oh, did everyone a favor. That word's important. Mm -hmm. Did everyone a favor. (laughs) Let's see what Sophie did. Okay, he cites Revelations 11, which I stopped going and looking up behind Joe, his Revelation quotes, because he's dead on every time, so I just stopped doing that. Yeah. 
I believe you. Uh, Revelations 11, 3. And I will give power unto my two witnesses, and they shall prophesy a thousand two hundred and threescore days clothed in sackcloth. Clothed in sackcloth. Mm-hmm. That's what Igabod's wearing. <laughs> that was my comment. Um, four. These are the two olive trees and the two candlesticks standing before the God of the earth. Five. And if any man, man is in bold. Okay. If any man will hurt them, fire proceedeth out of their mouth and devoureth their enemies. And if any man will hurt them, he must in this manner be killed. I'm still waiting for the fire breath. I know, right? We've talked about the fire breath before. Uh, six. These have power to shut heaven and that it rain not in the days of their prophecy and have power over waters to turn them to blood and to smite the earth with all the plagues as often as they will. This explains how the witnesses become destroyers. Yeah. and uh, Yes, it does. That makes sense because I remember, and we talked about this. This was, God, I've slept since then. It was a Once couple seasons ago. Um, but yeah, because I remember going, what the fuck can they, can they do plagues and stuff? That doesn't make any sense, but that, that brings in the destroyer bit. Yes. Uh, Joe goes on to say, I also interpret this as meaning that for 1,260 days, the witnesses are immortal, but I have been known to be wrong. That's an interesting, I don't think that's an interesting point in relation to what we've seen. I think that's an interesting point to look for later. Because we haven't seen them be destroyers yet either. Not, well, they've kind of destroyed some witches and Well, yeah, but not destructive to to the earth. And like regular folk. Yeah. Good point. Um, But they would, let's see. Okay. I want to go back. Revelations 11, 5. And if any man, man being bolded. Mm-hmm. I think what that's pointing to if, like, man is being human. Yeah. Not paranormal or supernatural yeah. or what have you. Man as a whole. As a whole. If yeah. any man. So if, say, Nevins were to try to hurt them. Yeah. Interesting. Well, Interesting may- point to look for. Maybe that's one of those things, if man turns against them, if their secret war becomes not so secret. Shh, it's a secret war. And people lash out or I don't know. It could it could they could, they could do a lot with that. Well, it's interesting to to look for that going forward mm-hmm. to see what we can see, see how that influences. Especially it. now that Abby's disappeared into that tree. Um, she went to Narnia, man. She did go to Narnia. She's talking to Mr. Tumnus right now. <laughs> uh Joe goes on to say, We know that Abby and Jenny can encant spells. Even Ichabod encanted the spell that animated the kindred. They have in their possession the greatest spell book of all time, the intact Grand Grimoire. Apparently, that he says, sorry, that was just a random thought. That's interesting, though. But you have to be really careful with the Grand Grimoire. Yeah. Because it is very, very powerful. Um, they have so many books, though, it's hard to pick and choose which episode they're going to use what book. But they keep introducing more books. That's why it was funny when Joe was like, I assume we have that book upstairs. <laughs> and Ichabod's like, no, we don't. And he was like, oh. Oh. <laughs> no, but I know where to get it. I know where to get it. Yes. Yeah. Um, Joe says, I thought I recognized the hidden one from Jenny's vision as Pinner Minash, Mobius from Witchblade, which he says is an excellent story and cast in his opinion. I've never seen Witchblade. I would like to. Oh, okay. Especially since Joe has recommended it. Yeah. Um, Joe sent a follow-up email apologizing that he missed where we mentioned Peter Minash. Yeah. It's perfectly fine. It's fine. No need to apologize. No. Tell us what we know. It's okay. That's okay. I 
love it when people tell us things, especially if we've missed them, or give us a yeah. new perception on it. That's why I love feedback. Yeah, exactly. Me too. Um, Joe goes on to say, throughout the entire Daniel with his boss scene, boss being in quotes, yeah. uh, all I could see was Jack Palance grabbing Jack Nicholson's arm in Batman and saying, Jack, you're my number one guy. <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Um, Just before he set him up. He used the carrot method of motivation when there is actually no carrot. Daniel and his boss, different face, same asshole. Please excuse my Romani Greek. Oh my gosh. Joe, you're precious. Joe, I'm going to use that from now on. Yeah. Please excuse my Romani Greek. Please excuse my Romani Greek. I I want to (laughs) hug this email, by the way. I know. It's so great. Uh, Joe goes on to say... Since Daniel has been out of the academy for a short time and in authority much less time, how is he qualified to assess an undercover operative who has been in the field for two years? I don't know where the undercover operative for two the two years came in at. Because we found out in this episode, I think they mentioned six months? Six. They said that she's been on this particular job for six months. Yeah. So I don't know where the two years came in at. But I'm sure it's probably something we missed, and Joe's um, being specific. Joe, if you you have a point of reference for that, I'm I'm a, I have to admit I'm a little confused. Okay, if you could please help us clear that up. Um, but yeah, the whole I've got a rant on the whole timeline garbage later. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a big fan of the timeline myself. No, oh wait wait wait, he goes on to say, assuming the conversation was about Sophie, that maybe to, I don't see we don't know. Well, we do now. We do we do now. We do with now. This episode, yeah. But at the time, we didn't. At the time, we did not. And we talked about that, that it could have been either Sophie or Abby. Right. Uh, Joe says, if about Abby, then he is offering her the same invisible carrot through Daniel. Unless, of course, they are part of Washington's spy network. He says, I'm not poo-pooing this idea. I happen to like it. My mind splinters in a thousand different directions with that scenario. Yeah. That would be interesting if Washington's inner spy network is kind of come down like an Illuminati type deal. Mason kind yeah. of thing. That would be neat. Yeah. I like that idea. Because we were wondering who the powers that be are behind this whole Daniel thing. Yeah. Or Daniel's boss. I don't know so much Daniel, but Daniel's boss. Yeah. So. And it sounded kind of off books and. They, there's potential for story yeah. there. Yeah. Which I like that. Yeah. As opposed to a plot hole. Yes. It's not a plot hole. It's backstory. It's not a plot hole unless they never, ever bring ever it up explain again. explain <laughs> it. Yeah. Like the kindred. So, uh, in that case, in which case, Daniel is just a useless boob with eyes on Abby. I think Daniel is a useless boob with eyes on Abby regardless. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of in that camp Daniel's as well. Daniel's kind of a useless boob. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a fan. Uh, the Freemate, okay, he says, oh wait, let me back this up because this is a full thought. Daniel is a useless boob with eyes on Abby. The Freemasons have eyes on Ichabod. The Illuminati have eyes on Jenny. The World Bank has eyes on Joe and his inheritance. My brain hurts. <laughs> There's so much conspiracy in that sentence. I love it. I love this. Oh, and anytime you you um you quote Monty Python, yeah, you're gonna get squeezed from us. Yeah. Um, yep. 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 Joe mentions, and this I think this is a lovely, lovely idea. Would it hurt to show Abby writing in the journal during an epilogue? It would absolutely not, I and I would love that. would adore that. Because Especially since Grace specifically, specifically told her, yes. you need to start documenting. These pages are for you. Can't. Oh. can't. Writers, I know you're listening. Yeah. Get on they that. They are. They totally are. 
he says, while all of the latter stuff has been in jest, I love thinking about the what ifs, the fact that I'm universally wrong in all my theories does not diminish my love for the show nor the enjoyment I receive listening to yours. Yeah. Thank Aww, you. Thank you, Joe. We enjoy getting your emails. We do. Right or wrong. Right or wrong. Right or wrong. Doesn't matter. Uh, let's see. And um, honestly, your theories are, are great. Well, they, they work until the writers tear them up. Exactly. In between, it works great. Because yeah. we, we will get your email before the next show airs. Right. And we're like, oh, yeah. And we talk about it and we think about it. And then, oh. Uh, they just, yeah. And while, you know, while I'm watching it, I think, oh, well, there goes Joe's theory there. Yeah. Yeah. But still, that's that's awesome. But it was a good thought. I think that's awesome. I just, it, I like the way Joe thinks about these things. Mm-hmm. So, um, Joe, there's a PS. Okay. I really hope you did not mind a suggestion from me. Not at all. Not at all. We love suggestions. Add a what we learned from this episode section to your podcast. <laughs> For example, we learned that demonic traits may be changed by altering the wording of a summoning spell. That's a really interesting idea. I like that. I like this idea. Uh, we can make it a post recap section. Yeah. And I think we can pick it up when the show back starts. half. Yeah. Back half of the season. Yeah. Um, I didn't really have a... I think with it airing on Friday nights, we'll be recording... Oh, yeah. So, a podcast announcement. Yeah. Inadvertently. With it airing on Friday nights, our podcast will now be released on Sundays. Yeah. We... A, we need time to review, rewatch. I need to research. Yeah. And we want to give you guys time to send emails in. And we give people time to send us emails. So, we will now... They will now be released on um, Saturday, Cause, Sundays. Because we could we could do it Saturday, and then we'd have probably, God, less than a 24-hour. If it's airing Friday night and we do our normal Saturday time, it would be less, less than, 24 than 24 hours. hours yeah. And I just, I don't think, th- I, I, part, of me is, part of me is like, yeah, that'd be great. We got it out quick, but I, I really think that would do us a detriment from a research standpoint and from a feedback standpoint. Right. So, uh, Joe, we did talk about it, though. Absolutely, we did. But, yeah, it's it's going to be on Sundays. Um, Joe's also final word from him says, by the way, I hate the word scenario as much as I hate acronyms and emoticons. <laughs> I don't even know what to, what to good say to about that. That's good I'm, to know, Joe. Thank you for that. Yes, thanks, Joe. No, we, we do always love getting your emails. Um, and now we also have a email from Jasmine. We actually. One of two. We have one of two. Yes, Jasmine, you did get your email in on time. Yeah, you literally right before we got ready to start recording. Yeah, your email popped up. So uh, we have a pre email and a post email from Jasmine. So pre email. Um, she said, I loved how this episode had them running through the woods. I missed that. Mm-hmm. The infamous backlit woods. The infamous backlit. Not woods. so backlit this year. No, no. Uh, she says, do you think Sophie knows about the supernatural world since she was working with Nevins, or would she have been like how Holly was? That's how I took it. Like, she was retrieving some stuff, and Nevins clearly assigned value to it. And I don't know that yes. he was always like, hey, okay, Sophie, you're going to retrieve this thing, and it does X, Y, and Z. I think mm-hmm. it was just like, you're going to retrieve this well, antiquity or whatever, and... Well, because somebody wants to buy it. Exactly. He's a broker. Whereas Jenny collecting them knew about it. Yes. Um, because uh, Corbin kept her well, mostly in the loop. So you would have you would have said yes. without knowing what we know about Sophie now, you would have said he was more. She was more like Holly. Plus, from a story standpoint, it's I could see the writers not th- them wanting to make Sophie 
find out very grandly. Kind of like if we... See, I'm waiting for that with Daniel. Yeah. We've been waiting for that from Daniel since the beginning. So now I think we've got another player to add to the, is she going to find out about the Mm -hmm. secret war business? Well, I kind of group her in with Daniel now. Yeah. There's Team FBI. Yeah, that's true. It's not just Daniel anymore. Although it's I like Team FBI. I kind of like her and I don't like him. So I know, right? I, I really like her. She's, well, when she talks to Abby, she's like, okay, look. She's sassy pants. I have but a name. She, I know she's sassy pants. And honestly, like, I, I was thinking about it today and I was like, I don't dislike her. I really dislike Reynolds. A lot. Um, But, I mean, I gotta, I gotta hand it to somebody who can stand up to Abby in a strop to be like, listen, yep. I mean, she, and, and I don't think she was rude about it. I think it was just very much like, Hey, standing her. Well, I think she's standing her ground as much yeah. as anything. If you, if you look at it from Sophie's point of view, from her perspective. Yeah. Yeah. She, of course she's going to want to stand up to somebody like Abby. Exactly. So, so yeah, I think she can go toe to toe with her. I think she could too. Um, so anyway, Jasmine goes on to say collecting things with Nevins, but never knowing they're magical. If so, could Daniel know about the supernatural too, since he is the one that put Sophie on the case? I don't think Daniel knows anything. I don't know, though. I'm starting I, to think he's... I, I got a bad vi- bad Do you? side vibe. Yeah. Now, remember, this is pre-show. I know. I know. But I don't... I don't... I personally don't think... He knows anything Daniel about... knows anything. Even Sophie, if he's part of maybe. some conspiracy, you think it's completely devoid of I think supernatural con- shenanigans? I think the powers that be behind Daniel might know something. But he doesn't. I don't think he himself knows anything. Okay. I can I, see that. The, the scenes of him by himself yeah. don't give me that impression. Don't give me that hint. Uh, okay. Don't, doesn't have that, yeah, that behind ooh, the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I have no reason to believe that he does. They haven't shown us really no. anything that says. So uh, Jasmine uh, says, maybe Nevins worked for someone supernatural who knew of Pandora, and that's why he knew where the cave was. Well, now we know that he directly worked for Pandora. But how Pandora found him, we still don't know. Yeah. I think he may have been working for Abby and Jenny's dad, and that's how he enters the story. Does just just does she mean the in between person between Nevins and Pandora? Well, I think the person. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's I think that's what she means. Especially since we know Abby's dad is coming in at some point, mm-hmm. they're going to have to fold him in somehow. And I think it makes sense to fold him into this somehow, which is what we've been thinking they were going to do. I kept waiting for her dad to pop up until we finally got the casting announcement. So, yeah. This is also why I believe that Daniel and Creepy Boss Guy were talking about... Creepy Boss Guy. We're talking about (laughs) Abby because her dad is a person who they are really trying to bust. Mm. So, they're looking for Daddy Mills? Could be. Don't know. Interesting. It's going to... It's... A lot of it's going to hinge on... Is Daddy Mills remotely part of this whole smuggling Nevin's Pandora business? Maybe. Or is he completely going to be out of it? I don't know. Yeah. And I, we're not going to find out until right. the next half of the season. So, um, the way he said there are eyes on her as well and that creepy little smile he gave before walking away. There is something off about him to me. Do you think we'll see creepy boss guy again? Well, we heard him this episode. I think we will. Yeah, I think we will. Too. They, he's, he's a... Uh, or someone um, from that... He's... He's one of those actors that's been in lots of stuff. Yeah. They didn't pick a complete no name, so I, I think he will be back. 
Well, I don't know necessarily that we'll see the actor himself again. He'll be he will be referenced, mm-hmm. and we've already seen a phone call. Mm-hmm. So I can now see going now that they've established that I can see Daniel making these random phone calls to someone. Yeah, and we just know that it's this person. Yeah, whether or not the actor actually comes back, who knows? Um, I don't know. We might. I think I don't think that story's done. I definitely don't. Uh, so Jasmine ends with, I wish I got a chance to ask you guys these questions before the podcast. College papers suck. We agree. We know. Good luck with your exams coming up. I hope it all goes well. Yeah. Uh, if the mid-season finale answers any of my questions, feel free to ignore them. No. (laughs) Not going to do it. And she wishes me, she wished me a happy belated birthday. Oh, that's sweet. That was sweet. So. All right. That's all the pre-show, pre-recap feedback all right so if you guys anybody listening uh want to send us some feedback on anything you've heard seen thoughts theories and depending on because we we've kind of talked about this a little bit depending on what kind of information becomes available before this comes back on february 5th we may do a pre yeah maybe like just a 30 minute yeah something i mean honestly if there's just if it's like a barren wasteland of nothing and if you guys send us enough feedback that's true that's an excellent point because you have a a unique opportunity yes you do got just over two months to squirrel your little thoughts away and uh noodle on all this stuff that we've been given at the end of this finale and and send us your predictions and if we have enough feedback we'll definitely do a pre uh part two of the season uh show like a a spring season premiere yeah preview yeah cast. preview cast well, i don't know what kind of a deal we'll call it it'll be something yeah so we get enough feedback so, hint hint guys write to us uh at random at gmail.com yep and uh yeah if we get enough feedback if we if there's any news yeah maybe just some casting news or whatever we'll we can do that yeah maybe like may just be like a few minutes Short but I thing. think it'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Especially if people want to get their stuff on the record. Absolutely. Yeah, getting stuff important. on the record is very important. important. Very, very important. So that's uh, randomtpodcast at gmail.com, or you can get us on Twitter, like Miss Charlotte does, mm-hmm. at randomtcasts. Or you can get us on Tumblr at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. Absolutely. We love us on Tumblrs. Yeah. And, uh, and also, you can find all of our relevant information on our website at randomtpodcast.com. Uh, if you go to the Who Are We page, you mm-hmm. will find uh, our personal social media, maybe not personal, personal, but our social media sites, our Tumblrs, our, uh, my Twitters, because you don't usually use Twitter. No, um, not yet. <laughs> one day, man. One day, One probably. day, I will get you a Twitter. Um, but she does follow our Twitter account. I do. Our joint Twitter account. So, But I have my own Twitter account on there. We both have a Tumblr. Yep. All that's on there. And I actually have an Ichabod Crane. You do. You Tumblr, because I have my Tumblr, and then I have a side blog that's Captain Ichabod Crane. Yeah. So every time I see something Sleepy Hollow on my dash, I have to go back and look, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's that one. It's it's that yes, it's me. It's Johnny's it's Johnny's side blog. Which thank you for reblogging the my man. I did I did reblog that for you. I know. You know I saved it. I saved my the man. my man on my phone and on my computer oh, good. because that's necessary. It's very important to our lives. Yes. There were so many people gift that. Oh. As well, they the, should. I was have. going through the tag, and I'm like, "Oh my god, okay, reblog." Okay, there's only so many versions of this. I, I was going to make one myself, but then I was like, "I'd have to download." Why? I'd have to download the the video, and then I was like, "Eh, somebody else." There's do no it. reason for you to. Yeah. 
somebody else will. It's, it's, it's all been done. Yeah. Okay. Set. So that's the pimping. Okay. Uh, are we ready for recap? Yeah. All right. Let me get back to the top of my notes because for some <laughs> reason I'm at the end. Um, so this episode was directed by Russell Lee Fine, who also directed Paradise Lost, Whispers in the Dark, and Dead Men Tell No Tales. We liked those, didn't we? Uh, Paradise Lost was the angel one, so we we're going to ignore oh, that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was written by Lee Dana Jackson, who has written for The Tomorrow People and Alcatraz and a couple other things, but nothing really, like, struck me. Really? Yeah. They wrote... A fall finale. Yeah. This strong. Yeah. I know. I'm always kind of surprised. I'm impressed. This is my impressed face. Yeah. And and I always, I always try to think like, okay, maybe they have a theater background and it's just not televised stuff that's credited could be could be but yeah that i thought i thought they did a it was it was pretty strong i don't i'm not happy from a character standpoint no well i don't trust imdb as much as i used to that's true that's true um so we start out and pandora is taking her um mummy hubby to um this river so pretty it was it was gorgeous visually very pretty um go georgia for being adorable and pretty because they film in Georgia now. Oh, that's right. Um, and so she's got him in this river, and Jenny's Jenny's lying on the bank, um, and she's she's unconscious, and uh, she's got the glowy glow going on, which we're like, that's not good. No, never good. And so Pandora's like almost, um, it almost felt like a baptism christening kind of a feel it did because she had she was like he was kind of like laid out and she was supporting his head and she was undoing his wrappings yeah i don't know what significant significant that location was yeah i don't know because she pulled him out of the tree yeah so she takes him to the river Mm -hmm. i I, I have it listed as lake but yeah body of water um hey i bet you that's where the horsemen lived probably casket underneath yeah I best well, it wouldn't That's be the same location. It it's in Atlanta. Um, <laughs> visually, it was very beautiful. Yes. But it was almost, uh, well, waters tend to have healing powers, yeah. quote unquote powers. And he's and, all crusty crust, so. And also, um, birth water. Yeah. Water of birth. I don't. Yeah. There's, there's, I'm sure there's all kinds of symbolic Layers going of on here. subtext and whatnot. Uh, and so, um, he is, <laughs> what? <laughs> Go ahead. Did you think of can't say, can't spell subtext without butt sex? No. Because I did. <laughs> okay. That's one of my favorite things I've learned from Tumblr. It, it, <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> no, I was thinking about your... I made you think about that, though, did You did. You have now. You, your work here is done. Um, no, I was thinking about your text to me about his um, environmental stance. Yeah, he's he's uh, he started ranting pretty quickly about the pollution and... And the water's tainted, and yada da da da. And Pandora's like, "Yeah, these dirty ass humans have taken over." And um, so I thought this was interesting, though. Um, she tells him that the eye has merged with Jenny, and she says that she is the sister of one of the witnesses. And he's like, "He's like they have been plaguing us uh, for a long time." And Pandora's like, "Yeah, but they can prove useful." I think she's just talking about mortals in general. So okay, so I, this, I thought she meant the witnesses can be can prove useful. Oh, good point. Yeah, good point. as they have in the past. I was thinking she meant mortals because she's used several mortar mortals to yeah. her advantage uh, up to this point. Now, uh, again, and, and I may have mentioned this in a previous podcast and just don't remember, but she refers to him as her husband. Yes. 
Now, Pandora's husband was Epimetheus. Okay. Who was the twin brother of Prometheus. Who got us fired. Thanks, Pro. Yeah, appreciate that. Which, you know, then pissed Zoo off and then, well, Zeus off and then all kinds of hell broke loose. But whatever. So, but they're the Titans. That's where the Titan came in. Because you and when we were watching the, this whole episode, we were watching it. We were texting back and forth. Now, he could be this god. Or he could be that god. Because it's pissing me off that they're not be, naming him. He could be. And, like, I'm like, okay, well, that supports him being raw. And you're like, okay, well, that supports him being this god. And I'm like, well, that supports. Epitheus wasn't even a god. He was a Titan. Right. But they keep talking about the eye, the eye, the eye. Well, the eye of Horus and the eye of Ra are the same thing. Mm-hmm. Especially with that whole Indiana Jones crap going on. Oh my God! End. We'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that because yes, yes. But the Eye of Ra <laughs> and the Eye of Horus is the same thing. Uh, it's an ancient Egyptian symbol of protection, royal power, and good health. Okay. Which apparently has nothing to do with anything else in this episode. Because <laughs> nobody <laughs> had other good than health. I am scrimping and scraping trying to figure out who the hell this guy is. Yeah. No clue. Um, I thought it was interesting that um. Uh, one of Ammon, uh, who is the Zeus of the Egyptian mythology mm-hmm. before he became... Well, it's also called Amun-Ra. Amun-Ra. Mm-hmm. Um, his wife is Amunet. Yes. One of, one of his consorts. Well, Amunet's the most, I don't want to say most popular, the most known. Yeah. Um, and uh, that he, one of his aliases is the hidden one. Yes, we knew that. Yeah. And that pisses me off because I'm like, okay... You're they're pulling in so much other stuff to confuse things like calling it the shard of Anubis and all this other stuff that I'm like because Anubis has nothing to do with no well Anubis is not Horus or Ra no and there's also I keep coming back to in my head he reminds me symbolically of Osiris yes she pulled him out of the underworld which is very much Isis taking Osiris do we know that that's the underworld though well, the the reason I kind of go back to that is because not people, only did Ichabod say it. It's just a lot of people. Oh, Ichabod, Ichabod did say Ichabod it. Ichabod said okay. it, and they played it in the previously ons to remind us. But we don't know that but that's we where they went. All we have is Ichabod saying one line of dialogue. Yeah. So I just, I'm not convinced that's where they went. Yeah. I don't know. Probably, I'm probably wrong, but until they factually spell it out for me, give me reason to believe it. Yeah. Then I've got nothing for that. But yeah, you're right. They, we've put, we've got. I think at this point we have Greek, mm-hmm. which is when we have Latin. So that we can fall that. In, we've got the Greek, and then we've got the Sumerian. We've got Egyptian, which Sumerian is related to Egyptian. So me. But then we've also got Norse. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was like, if we're talking about an eye, are we talking about the fucking eye of Odin? What is going on here? I'm so confused. Well, it's pissing me off that they haven't named him. Well, the thing is, at, in, at the, the basis of all religions, you can almost find a parallel in all religions for just about anything else. Yeah. You can find a parallel for Zeus. You can find a parallel for Ra. You can find a parallel for Odin. Which, because Odin would be Zeus, would be... And a lot of that imagery made its way into the Christian um, icon... I, I, you can I, say it. Iconography. Iconography. Yay! Because of the whole Mary with baby Jesus has been likened to iris with uh, with horus 
Well, think about a the lot de- of a the, lot of the similar imagery. The depictions of Odin and the depiction depictions of the Christian God. Yeah, yeah. Big old man. Yeah. With the, the big old beard. Same with Zeus and I mean Which is looks like this it looks like Zeus. So there's a like, lot of commonality. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's just the different versions. Yeah. I mean, how many different versions of Santa Claus are there? Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying that's wrong or anything. It it is. It just is. It is. Yeah. You can find commonality between all religions in one form or another. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. Uh, it's just with Christianity, there's just the one. Mm-hmm. Which that would be Athena and everybody all yeah, wrapped into one. Convenient packaging, I suppose. There you go. Okay, sorry. Anyway, I went so, yeah, that I'm way. Yeah, I'm just kind of pissed off they haven't named him. I Well, they <laughs> but they do. They do. They do name him. They do. I wanted a easily recognizable I th- Ammon. I think as we discussed while we were texting it, what they have done is they have taken different aspects and made it to this one... A, n- a new brand new god and as a mythology nerd i don't like that i don't like it either <laughs> so um but i thought that was interesting because pandora's like the witnesses can be useful as they have in the past and this is when the hidden ones like let's test that so she could have killed him i think hi- i still think she meant mortals in general i, I think don't know she, that she and i think she meant the witnesses okay. because i think there's a reason they're they've been kept alive Okay. Well, well, she wasn't actually trying to kill them. Yeah, but the I think past. she easily she just, could have. If they were going to get in the way as much as... Because they've interfered. Yeah, I think true. she would have killed them. So, that's true. Uh, so we go to the FBI, and um, Reynolds is there with Sophie and Abby. Abby. And um, Abby's not a happy bunny at all. Um, actually, nobody's happy right now. Because Atticus, Atticus Nevins is all grumpy in his cell. And won't talk. And won't talk. And... Um, he, uh, uh, Reynolds points out that Abby has basically, uh, compromised this six month operation. Um, now, because Sophie see, has been in deep cover. Okay. So Sophie's been in deep cover for six months. Mm-hmm. They haven't been barely out of Quantico for six months. No. And the way I started thinking about it was Nevin or Nevins, um, Reynolds wasn't even at this office. So he didn't start this, this operation, this deep cover business. Yeah, he came into this, so yeah. I don't know what that's implications right because that his 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 pre he was in Chicago. His pre dude, the guy yep. before him, got killed in episode one. That's yep. true. So, but basically, I am pretty much done with trying to keep up with who has been where for how long. Yeah, because it's just I mean fucked. <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna go forward with the understanding that I mean we all know Abby worked for the sheriff's department yes for years and years and years so she previously had experience mm-hmm. I'm just going to go forward with the assumption that Daniel had experience before he came on board into Quantico he could have been in some big major law enforcement his dad could be somebody and then uh, Sophie probably had some pre-training where she fits in all of this just I don't even want to think about because my brain because as to put it as Joe said my brain hurts yeah yeah so I'm just going to assume they have previous experience, which when they got actually assigned in the FBI and given positions, that put them in different, that's what put them in different places. Yeah. I am just tired of trying to figure it out. <laughs> I give up. And that's saying something when I have to give it up. That's true. Um, Speaking of. Yeah. Me giving up. That has nothing to do with anything. Um, a One of the writers posted on Twitter a few mm-hmm. weeks ago, and I think I totally forgot to tell you about this. He posted a rough timeline. Really? Handwritten, scribbled, rough timeline of Ichabod. Can Oh, no, I did see that. Okay. Um, can we put that in the show notes? Can we find it and put it in the show notes? I can try. 
because it's like the old old timeline the 1700s timeline yeah this is uh let's see it was joe webb i think he's one of the new writers this year joe he wrote the previous episode he says a brief colonial crane timeline part one courtesy of sam chalson yeah sam chalson's been uh been all up in this so i took screenshots of that in order to uh, move forward with what's happened to keep up see if they're keeping up with their own timeline yeah and i think i caught them in something okay so, so can I we have put that, that in the show notes i will try because it's on my phone okay i we, just have to get it from my phone to the computer <laughs> you can use tumblr and then save it from tumblr draft and well there's a way see you make it so easy we can do that okay i'll do that right now um and so uh i i just thought this whole thing was everybody's just pissed off at everybody and um we find out that uh nevins is not going to talk and um so abby's like she's like listen i i told jenny to stay away from him what jenny did i don't know and so he's like well where is your sister and abby's like you know i don't know but whatever she did that's none of y'all's business yeah um and she's like i'm actually gonna go find jenny and when i come back we're gonna we're gonna talk about this some more and so abby's just super abby pissed. is yeah she doesn't so much say any of this so much as she snaps it yeah she ain't got time for nobody. No. And I realized as she walks, I was like, man, she's being awfully bitchy. Even for Abby. But I realized as she walks out of the room, Jenny's missing. Yep. And the fact, I was like, well, you know, Daniel let her just walk away like that? And, oh, yeah, your sister's missing. Oh, never yeah. mind. Yeah. I think she gets I some kind leeway. Of, I forgot a little bit. Yeah. But that's all Abby cares about. Oh, uh, absolutely. her sister is missing. Absolutely. And so, um, so we go to the woods, and um, Ichabod and Joe are there getting ready. They, I've re- on the rewatch, I realized they didn't just they didn't pull up in that truck. They found they tracked that truck. it. Yeah, that was that's Jenny's truck. Yeah, so they tracked her. Um, I missed that the first time. Yeah, because they find her phone. Well, they and we they, know Jenny, or we, we know Abby knows how to track Jenny's phone. Right. Well, we don't see them walk up to the truck. We don't see them. They're just finding there. the truck. They're just there. So. Yeah. My first thought when we were watching is that they pulled up in the truck. Yeah. That's that's what I thought the first go around. So it was con- that's confusing. They and need it to could edit. be one of those things that they were like, listen, we need another 30 seconds. Cut that. <sighs> that was a bad part to cut. Yeah. I was well, confused. Yeah. Um, and so um, Ichabod's like, uh, he says that the shard may be permanently bonded with her. And um, so he's like... Uh, the way that Jenny's trail is leading, of course, we've got fucking ley lines involved. Of course. I'm I'm kind of glad they... I both groaned. Yeah. And was excited because they're... They're called... They're continuity. But, my God, ley lines again. Yeah. Um, And he says... It's, it's not a, their fault. He says it's a formidable intersection. It's not the ley lines' fault. I know. And so, um, they think, of course, Pandora's probably there, too. Which, you know, whatever. Sure. And so uh, this one, Abby shows up and she's like, let's go. So did they text her to tell her where they were? Because she showed up awful quick after they did. And I didn't see her pull up in a vehicle. Mm -mm. She just was there. She She poofed. It was the tunnels. It was the tunnels. Damn it. (laughs) Uh, So we go back to um, our our evil husband and wife. Well, real quick before we do that. um, Abby asks, you know, which direction? Crane says east. And she just says, okay, I'm taking point. She just goes. I thought it was interesting that Abby is not questioning Crane's tracking abilities. Mm-mm. We're past that. She's 
she, we are past that because he's before, proved himself. He would have to stop and explain. Oh well, this leaf did that, and she's like, this just there. let's go, just let's go. And I yeah. thought that was cool. Yeah. So we go back to uh, the hidden one, and he is um, sucking all the energy from Jenny. Pandora is speaking an incantation. Yeah, and um, she uh, she tells him to kind of like basically, honey, s- slow it down, or you're gonna get bloated. That's um, <laughs> basically what because, she says. Because he's like, uh, she's like, if he goes too fast, he'll destroy Jenny, and then whatever's left of the eyes is destroyed as well. Right. So he needs to take his time with Which it. Which makes no sense with what we learn later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, he stops and he's like, I would break eternity for you. So sure, I'll stop. And I'm just like, mm. um, did you notice? Because I did, because I don't like her. Um, there was no Zoe? No. Oh. All this, my love, my love, my beloved, reminded me a hell of a lot of Katrina. Ooh. She was constantly like, my love. And Pandora's all about the my loves. I didn't notice, yeah, but I did. I'll let you have it. Okay. Okay. It's I probably nothing, but. I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah, it's probably nothing, but I was like, whatever. Um, So we go back to uh, our, our team of good guys. But and they go so far out of their way not to mention Katrina. They do. They have like really? exercised her completely so from this show. So far. They took a scalpel and just right on out. Yeah. No flashbacks, no previously ons, nothing. nothing. So, so the only and the only time we see her in the um, the opening scene is the witch raising is her that hands. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, as crescendo. And that's really in, music, in silhouette. And that's it. And it could not even be her. Yeah, it is, but you know, it couldn't be. So, uh, so we go back to our our good team, and they're looking. They're walking through the forest, and of course, Abby blames herself for Jenny. Picking up the field mice and bopping them on the head. Mm-hmm. Okay, little bunny foo foo. And um, <laughs> I don't even know where that came from. And Ichabod says something about like um, we can't fight this. Just worried about what we're going to lose. It's a pep talk. It is. There's it's so many pep, pep talks talk. in this show. Yeah, yeah. And so um, we go back to Jenny, and she wakes up, and um, the hidden one tells her. Jenny's like, "Who the hell are you? Who the hell are you?" And is this when she calls him? Uh, your ugly husband or something? No, no, no. That's or later. Is that later? That's in the cave. Okay. And um, so he fills her in on the whole eye business. And um, this is when he has this, like, it's like a scythe. Okay. What it looks like to me is a really fancy uh, kahopesh. Okay. Which is an Egyptian sickle sword. Okay. That evolved from a battle axe. Okay. But... And it's real ornamental and gold. It's very, and very, but he's, well, he's a god. He's yeah. going to have a fancy He's going to have a nice one. I mean, come on. But what he's showing is very sickle shaped, very, almost like a C. Mm-hmm. Now, when I was looking up, the uh, the Kapesh is not nearly as curved. Yeah. It's, it's more straight. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the closest Egyptian looking, because he, he is very Egyptian in his dress. Mm-hmm. And the mummy wrappings. And they refer to and, him as, as like mummified wrappings yeah, and stuff like so that. Yeah, so I went, just went and looked up ancient Egyptian um, weaponry. Yeah. And, and I found the, the Kapesh. Okay. So it's the closest thing I could find. So yeah, so he um he fills her in on what's going on and he touches this thing to her head. And this is part of what Very we... Very dramatically. S- yes, this is what we saw uh, him at the very end of the last episode raise above Jenny's head. And um, so she... he. Puts it on her forehead and she immediately gets... It's a game of I'm not touching you. Yeah. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. And uh, so she immediately gets all... She gets 
all stiff and she has the visions and her eyes go white. Yes, yeah, we've seen her do. Yeah. And so, um, and there's this big old flash of, of, of light, almost like the sun, almost like he's the sun god. Hmm. Hmm. And um, this is when uh, Ichabod and Abby and Joe run over because they're walking through the woods and all they see is they just see a little glimpse of uh, the hidden one before they teleport away. And um, Ichabod does find a scrap of cloth. And apparently the guy's, what he's wrapped in, um, has Sumerian writing on it. Because we're, of course we're it not does. talking about hieroglyphs or anything. That would be silly for an Egyptian god. It's Sumerian. And he's like, um, he gets really kind of scared. And he's like, I don't think we're dealing with just a monster. I think we're dealing with a god. Da, da, da. Da, da. Yeah. That's so dramatic. So they go back to the archive. To the archive. Of course, to the archive. And um, Ichabod's looked up the information on the hidden one. And um, he is the uh, he is known as the uncreator. And Etu Ilu. Okay, so, yeah. I looked up that. Mm-hmm. Um, couldn't really find anything straight up on those words as a name. Yeah. For anything. Doesn't mean it's not out there. It means I couldn't find it quickly. Yeah. And if I can't find it on the first or second page of Google, I'm moving on with my life. Yeah. Um, so I tried to translate the words from Sumerian because he said this is he said Sumerian. He said Sumerian, yeah. So uh, I took the words and, and there is, I could not find a Sumerian translator, by the way. Not even Google. Oh, my gosh. Google Translate. There's no Sumerian listed. So I did find a page, and I'm going to post a link to it. It's literally just a list of um, English words, and there's some Sumerian equivalent. Yeah. yeah. Um, so etu is dark, or uh, dark in the sense to be dark. Okay. I'm thinking that something something being dark, not not like evil dark. Yeah. To yeah. be dark. That's actually literally dark. Right. And then. Elu mm-hmm. is God, or a, a God, not the God, a God. Okay. So, dark sound, God. what he's saying is dark God. Okay. But when Abby says, okay, so he's a God like Zeus or Poseidon, those are both, they very purposely chose two Greek names. Yep. And he is, if he's Amun, which is what I'm, my brain keeps mm-hmm. likening him to, uh, if we're not going the Osiris route, um, that's the Egyptian equivalent of Zeus. Sure. So. But it's, it's so confusing. I know. So it's like she's there. She's going with the Greek. He's using Sumerian. It's a real crossover with Egyptian and it's just driving me insane. Um, and also I think this is probably a point to, um, I've been around my Sherlock meta friends too much. Um, and no such thing. My friends uh, are very subtextual, and they notice things better than I do, and they have to tell me things. Um, and I love them for it. But I, um, there's a lot of mirroring going on in this episode, and yeah. I actually noticed it, and I was kind of proud of it. Um, you have a this, this couple of deities... Because at this point, if Pandora is married to a god, I'm pretty sure she's a goddess. Yeah, I got the impression kind. that she's not mortal. Um, so you've got a black man and a white woman, and their mirror is Ichabod and Abby, black woman, white man. That's true. And so I'm just like, hmm, they've added yet another interracial couple in the show. Absolutely. And just because we're not seeing it in the form of Ich Abby, now, 
yet doesn't mean we're not going to. The thing, though, is the woman who plays Pandora is not white. Yeah. She's not, she's something else. Yeah. I can't pinpoint in my brain what she is. Yeah. I'd have to look it up and I ain't got time for that right now. But she's, but yeah, it's still basically the same. Yeah. It is a mirror of sorts. Yeah. So I, of course, I was like, so, it means a Gabby. And I sure got excited. It does. Absolutely, it does. Um, I'm not going to argue with that. Yeah. Um, so Joe at this point is like, let's fucking go to Pandora's house and and get Jenny. And Ichabod's like, um, yeah, that's probably a dumb idea. <laughs> he said, Joe, no. He said, Joe, no. Don't, don't, don't do it, Joe. And um, he's like, uh, he's like, but he gets this light bulb because he's like, Remember when Jenny uh, took to her art project in the Masonic cell, she carved a bunch of stuff. So we need to go look at it because she was having visions and all this other stuff. Yes. And it may, it might give us a clue. She was having a full Phil Coulson moment. Yes. And so um, we, uh, they go down there and one of the, um, one of the carvings she made is marked with the same um, staff that the hidden one has that, that weapony type deal. The sickle. Yeah. And so Ichabod, of course, is able to translate it. And he says um, that the hidden one must have the all-seeing eye to be made whole. Yeah, because Abby asks him, hey, Crane, can you read this? Oh, of course he can. Of course he can. He is the C-3PO. Yes, he really is. Of written languages. Yeah. Also with a British accent. So there you go. Yeah, there you go. And so um, apparently the hidden one, once he gets all his juju back, is going to reorder the world as he sees fit. Something tells me that does not mean more Starbucks. <laughs> no, probably not. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this is kind of an apocalypse of a different feather. It, it It is. So we have another, we do have another apocalypse trying to come about here, which we mm-hmm. were wondering where that was going to come in at. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they see the all, the all seeing eye. Yep. As one, of, as one of the other drawings, because they're wandering around looking at different stuff. And which is also known as the Eye of Providence, right? As we all learned from National Treasure. Yep. Um, and it's on our current the it's on American currency. Yes. And we have grown up with these pictures, and there's yes. all kinds of conspiracy oh, theories. Oh, that's surrounding like the Illuminati, it. and uh, I mean, it's like the Masons I love that crap. And it's yeah, it's great. It's fun. awesome. Um, but the the title of this episode is on there. It really mm-hmm. and it really is. Yeah. And but it does translate to New Order of the Ages. Mm-hmm. It's the title of the show. So also um, known as New World Order is what I think the simplistic modern yeah whatever this stuff yeah um so the eye that I'm this is telling me that the eye that's going around here is the eye of Horus slash Ra yeah but he's not Ra right or Amun right whatever his name is I don't even know anymore I don't either which <laughs> is just weird yeah okay but. Uh, so they're talking about it being on the currency, mm-hmm. and uh, Ichabod mentions Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> he does. On it. He's now, like, fucking Franklin. I have some issues. Okay. Let me back up here. i got to find my facts. The Eye of Providence was not adopted as the symbolism on the Great Seal of the United States, which is what it is on the bill. It's the Great Seal of the United it States. It was much later. It has the Eye of Providence on it. Um, it was in 18, uh, 1782. Yeah, it was later. According to the timeline posted, um, 
Sorry, I got a text from my child and I had to read it really quickly. We're all good. Um, timeline, timeline, timeline. Okay, according to this timeline, um, the train met the horseman on the battlefield in 1781. Oh, well, maybe it's one of those things that, f- and I, and I'm, I'm trying to play devil's advocate here. That's fine. Go ahead. Maybe it was one of those things that um, they had talked about and he knew Franklin wanted to do and that maybe just didn't get realized until 82. I don't know. I'm just grasping here. I don't know. May, I'm, and I'm sure that Rickabot has read up on a bunch of um, history. Yeah. I mean, he did has to take that text, that test. That's true. That's very true. Um, so... I don't know. So, uh, but anyway, to continue on with that, he mentions Benjamin Franklin. Yeah, he does. And, and then they, there's the whole masonry thing that goes on. The, the only thing with that is Benjamin Franklin was the only mason that was on the design committee. Oh, okay. Everybody keeps going on about this the conspiracy. Masons, the, the Mason masons, conspiracy. The masons, yeah. But Benjamin was the only mason yeah. on the team. Interesting. On the committee. Interesting. He was only, but here's the fun part. Um and this is straight from Wikipedia. Among the members of the various design committees for the Great Seal, only Benjamin Franklin was a Mason, and his ideas for the seal were not adopted. <laughs> Crane was wrong. And he was grumpy about it, too. He's like, fucking Franklin. Uh, let's see. So there's that. And then I, I think I actually ended up coming up with three different links pointing to... Uh, well, and the Masons didn't even adopt the Eye of Providence until 14 years after yeah. it was being used as the great eye on the dollar bill. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's insane. That's, it's I've a conspiracy? I've got several different links about how all how the all-seeing eye came to be on the dollar bill. So okay. Okay. I um, have problems with it. That's all I'm just, I'm just going to leave that on. And the the book that they referenced. Yeah, the first book of Mormon I, law, Masonic law. Mormon law. I Jeez. really couldn't find a whole lot about that, so. That's because it's secret. And you're not, you're not a Mason because no, they don't I know. let ladies in. I know. I, there are, there's some Masonry stuff out there online, but not. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, apparently Franklin wrote about this, uh, this whole business in the first book of Masonic law. And I love it because this is what I love because Joe's like, um, Joe's like, so is it upstairs? He says, is it upstairs in the archive? And he almost seemed disappointed when um, he said no. Yeah. Joe just assumes they have all the Joe cool books. Joe just assumes it. And apparently it is, um, there's only one copy. And it's kept in the chapter room of the oldest lodge house, which is... The Master Masons. Yeah, which is in uh, the University of Albany. And Ichabod's like, it's going to be there, so it can be studied. By only Master Masons. Only by Master Masons, and da-da-da-da. And so, of course, they go, and it's a toga party. Toga. Because there's a frat there. Toga. Oh, my gosh. I was like, really? Yeah. That's awesome. And um, so, so, uh, Joe and Abby and Ichabod show up, and they, um, they kind of go through... Uh, this party and they're stopped by one of one of the uh, one of the frat brothers brothers only brothers only and um, Ichabod's like I got this and he gives him the handshake and the guy's like what the fuck are you doing it's called a tubal cane and it, it's legit it's a thing oh my god they I don't have know, a secret handshake not necessarily I don't know that necessarily it's a mason thing yeah 
But a tubal cain is, in fact, well, no, okay, never mind, Freemasonry. Yeah. I there just you went, volume went back to my link. Yeah. Uh, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. Close that. And I want to turn my laptop to show Oh, my you. gosh. He does. That's the thing. It's a tubal cane. Oh, um, my gosh. And it's not only is it that, but tubal cane was also a person's name. Yeah. Uh, who was a descendant of Cain. Yeah. Yeah. Associated with metalworking. So. Oh, okay. And they think the only reason he was called tubal cane was to keep confusing him with another tubal with another name. Ah, there you go. But I don't even know what that's about. But yeah, it's really a handshake thing. And masonry. <laughs> it's it's scary, funny. And the guy, the guy's like, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. What and did so, you call me? And so Joe's just like, and I'm gonna hit you. And so of course this is fight. And they use the confusion to get inside the building. Oh, there's so much beer. Now I think it's really funny that uh, Joe mentioned. Crane, of course, is having a fit about the the toga party, and yeah. Joe says mentioned something about college life, and Crane looks at him funny, and Joe's like, "Yeah, that's what happens when you drink a lot of beer." He's like, "Yep, since time immemorial, college boys have drunk beer." God, he just thought it was hilarious. Yeah, they kind of bonded. They had a moment. They had a little moment. They had a moment. And um, so they uh they find this uh this hidden area with with this book. And Johnny is raising her hand. She I has hate something to share you. with the class. I do. I hate interrupting you. You're fine. You. Um, at first, I Joe punching the dude, I thought it was yeah. just Joe's being stupid. But then I realized it caused a distraction to get them through. So I was like, so maybe Joe did something well, smart? Well, and Joe is completely focused at this point. He's yeah. like, yeah, 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 whatever. We have to rescue Jenny. Pretty much, And to do yeah. that, we have to get this book, so I got to get through here. Yes. So, yeah. But I don't know if he, if he planned it that way. I think it was just like... I think it just was a happy just accident, honestly. Happy accident. Well, yeah. I'll take his happy accidents over Holly's accidents. Yeah. I still so. wish they would say, I heard from Holly or something. something. I kind of miss him. I know. A little bit. The only bit. thing about season two. Yeah. That was it. Because I think he was a decent character. It's not a bad character. Just bad timing. Bad timing. And too much of him. Not enough. Um, and not enough Jenny. I don't think it was too much of Holly. I think it was not enough Jenny. Yeah. Yeah. You see, what I'm, the op- not the opposite problem, but. Yeah. So, uh, so they found this book and um, Ichabod's all excited and <laughs> because, of course, book. And. Because um, book. There's something in there he from. He finds that hidden thing really fast. Super though. quick. And so he finds this thing by Paul Revere from 1776. It wasn't Benjamin Franklin. I know. Good old Paul Revere. And so um, General Washington had. Um, had Revere look at the um, Eye of Providence to, uh, he wanted to counter all the crap that Howe was doing with his evil juju, berserker, whatnot. Not berserker, um, zombies. And um, Dragor. And so uh, Revere came and he brought his nephew with him. His nephew, was Jonathan. Was his nephew? I thought it was just like his protege. No, it was his nephew. Okay. Jonathan I Revere. I wasn't listening that much. And so... Um, in the midst of, of them looking at this Eye of Providence business, um, Jonathan actually touched it, and it absorbed into him, just like it did Jenny. Well, you know, if they'd have called Indiana Jones exactly. to come and get the damn stick, exactly. which I tried to look up the staff of Raw, yeah. and like I got two, three pages in, and it's all Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones. And, I and was it like, looked so it much looked. like it. Because that was the first thing I texted you. When it showed up, I was like, look, it's Indiana Jones. And I took a closer look at it, and I was like, Jesus, it is. 
It, it is. Because I've seen that movie like a bajillion oh, yeah. times. Well, you know I have. Yeah. Because, you know, I Harrison know you Ford. Have. Exactly. Mm. And so, um, so poor little Jonathan Revere, he, uh, he ended up sacrificing himself. Mm. Um, and there was this big explosion and um, it, it ended up, he ended up blowing himself up and then the shard reverted back to its little jewel that we saw in the previous episode before it absorbed into Jenny. Yeah. So, um. Oops. Yeah. But do you know what? It was what? not Betsy Ross. It was. And I know the whole time we're like just bracing for. And then fucking Betsy Ross comes along. So, yeah, I was very Though, happy. you have to admit there has been an awful lot of Paul Revere, too. I'm, I'm fine s- with that. Paul Revere's not in a corset. That's true. Paul Revere's an age-appropriate right. dress and not annoying and can act better. I suppose. But we keep going back to him. Yeah. I mean, can we not have some other historical... Well, and I think when Crane was first talking about this, he said um, in his role as the um, as the supernatural weapon maker or whatever, and I was like, <laughs> okay, so that's a thing now. Apparently so. Ever since he made that bogus-ass tooth fairy gun. Well, you know, he did the uh, the tooth thing on the, the horseman. He did the, the tooth thing. Yeah. I just said... Um, and Come so on, ruin another historical character's I know, reputation. I know. Rep. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, but Abby's like, that's fine. But Jenny's gonna hold on until we can until we can figure this out. Jenny's strong enough, and she and she's gonna hold on. So, of course she is. Besides, uh, it's a freaking nuclear bomb. It is. So, uh, at this point, I know we wanted to talk about our sponsor. We have a sp- oh you we all, have so you've much sponsor about news. Our sponsor. Uh, we, have- we do have lots of news, though, don't we? Yeah. Uh, as you all know, our official sponsors, the unofficial natural fandom fragrances. Uh-huh. Link is in our show notes and on our front page. They have released their new scents. <laughs> they did, in fact, release their limited edition they did bring back Hermione Yule Ball, which we are so thrilled about because I'm telling you guys. I highly recommend it. It smells like Christmas. Now, yep. I'm not talking about your commercialized Christmas. I'm talking about your live pine tree, boxes of crates of oranges. Yeah. Downright. Freaking, it's gorgeousness. And it smells so good. I'm actually kind of stalling so I can find uh, I, It the smells other like stuff. what I think the Hogwarts Great Hall smells like at Christmas. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, but that, but uh, but guys, uh, all of this is going to be released on Black Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could get samples of all of it now. Yeah. If you can't wait, but I'm telling you guys, they're going to have sales all freaking weekend. Um, Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday. Monday. Uh, so they do have. I am having a lot of problem finding my um, they're information. Also, they've also announced their other limited edition for the year, and it is White Walker. <gasps> Which, you know I'm getting that. I am so excited about it. It is peppermint, wintergreen, and spearmint. It is the winter of your dreams. Minter is coming, kids. Minter is coming. Minter is coming. <laughs> and I am getting like two bottles. I'm so super excited about it. And, they're limited. Um, they're very, very, very limited. Yes. When I, we say limited, we mean limited. And yeah. um, we've uh, we verified with with the good people at Unf that um, the code, our code for ten percent off uh, an order of five dollars or more, will work with most 
of their promotions. Right. Not all of them. Not all some of them. Some of them. Um, but there's going to be different promotions on different days. So if, And they're going to be flash sales, too. Exactly. So keep checking back on their on their Etsy site. Um, I mean, they're doing, like, there's they're doing sample bundles for, I mean, just crazy cheap amount of money. Um, and they, they do have uh, the ultimate bundle, which is everything but the kitchen sink. And it is all 44 fragrances. For two hundred bucks, it's a savings of ninety dollars. Yeah, so I mean, if and you, that includes the new ones. Yes, it includes all of them. They have Which, added like uh, I want to say like ten Disney princesses. Eleven. Eleven. Like if you can think of a Disney princess, they got a smell for her now. Oh, you here? I will. I've got them. Hold on. Let me. Uh, Sleeping Beauty, Ariel, Jasmine, Pocahontas, Mulan, Cinderella, Tatiana, Belle, Snow White, Rapunzel, and Merida. Mir- Merida. Merida. And they're, they've added Wonder Woman. They've added um, yes. Jack and Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes, they added Dumbledore. Yeah, Dumbledore. Uh, Crowley they from Crowley. Supernatural. I mean, so they've they've added just a ton of stuff, and they're about to just bust up with the specials. And uh, another one, another group that they've added is, is their Star Wars collection. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know I'm getting Han Solo. I know you are. Because they've got Darth Vader, Luke, Han Solo, and Leia. Yeah, you have to smell like Han Solo. I just need to smell Han Solo. Um, let's see, you talked about those already. Crowley. Oh, Rose. Yes. They yes, yes, yes. finally were able to formulate Rose. Yep. So now for the so Doctor Who can, fandom. And they're selling uh, pairings of her uh, Rose and Nine or Rose, Rose and ten. ten. Also, I do want to tell you uh, the um, the White Walker. Uh, they're going to sell. They're selling it for eight dollars. Right. In a bitchin' blue bottle. And this cool blue, because most of them are in the, the brown bottle. This is the only one that's going to come in the blue. It is for $8. Now, they also are releasing the the Hermione Yule Ball, which I'm not, I'm trying to find, okay, here it is. Its price for its own is $5. Mm-hmm. So, $8 for White Walker, $5 for Hermione. If you bundle, if you get the bundle, you get both for 10 bucks. Yeah. And I'm still using mine from last year. I am too. I'm still, I'm still have only made a dent in the bottle. I mean, the bottles are, are a good size, and I spray the shit out of them. So, I mean, I use them. Um, so, I would highly recommend checking them out. Not only checking them out just normally, but they're <laughs> going to have some awesome promotions. They really are, guys. Check, check them out. I mean, they're gonna, there's, I think there's going to be BOGO sales. There's going to be... Um, Buy one, not that is buy one get one free. Yeah, uh, just things on sale, bundles, bundles um, flash sales, free shipping, free shipping. Maybe order so many, get a free bottle. I don't know what all they're doing. It's crazy. But it's gonna be, and they have th- they have thought this out. I know they've been working they on it for months. They have planned the crap out of this, and they are stocked. Yes, they are stocked and ready to go because they know that these are great Christmas gifts, guys. They absolutely are, and their packaging they are they make sure these things get to you in one piece. They do. They do. And it's a small business. It's a female-owned business. Yes. Um, it's it's geeky people for other geeky people. And I just, I, I think it'd be great for people to support them. Absolutely. And one other thing that they have asked us to tell all of you, if you want Sleepy Hollow-themed scents. Tell them. Because I know I do. Yes. Let them know. Yeah. Because the more requests they have for a specific fandom, that's why they pulled up. Uh, that's why they did Nightmare Before Christmas. That's why they're doing Star Wars. That's why because they did Rose. That's I why mean, they, they did Rose. Because so many, so many people. people wanted uh, that particular. Yeah. They wanted Rose as 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 a, as a smell. Um, 
the Wonder Woman they have uh, was is for fibromyalgia, which they have uh, a couple of friends that they made that specifically for them. But yeah, if I would love to have an Ichabod Crane and an Abby Mills together in a witness bundle. Yes, but they need people to ask for it. They do so. Even if you don't really want it, go and ask them for it. So I want one. Seriously, I do. I want all of them. But yeah, check them out, guys. I'm telling you, Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Yep. So, uh, so we go back to the ruins, and um, Pandora is there, and she's got Jenny um, tied up. And um, oh wait, we missed my favorite line. What did we miss? When they were back up in the little room mm-hmm. and Joe was like, okay, so what we have is a working knowledge of Sumerian and a very depressing Masonic book. Yeah. And I was just, he's not wrong. I thought that was, I was just, he's, he's just calling it like it is. He is. He's not wrong. Um, and, but so, they do take the book with them. They do take the book with because them. Because you wanted to know why didn't they go in, grab the book and leave? Yes. But they did take it with them. So, and they left this like thing that they've raised out of the floor with this secret book for these frat boys to find. Cause, and I half expected like the compartment to like have bongs and beer bottles in it. You did, like, didn't you? Yeah, like we found a hidden compartment, man. It kind of like hides my weed or something. <laughs> Not a bad place for it. So. Anyway. So yeah. Back at the cave. So we're at the, we're at the ruins and. um, That's pen- where Jenny says. Yes, that's. And <laughs> he's like, um, but the hidden one says that the world must be cleansed with fire and humanity's taint wiped away, so he doesn't like humans. He thinks we're dirty and gross, yeah. and we've pissed on his world. Which he kind of wrong on that part, but that's, um, that's apocalypse right there. Yeah, and so he starts he starts uh, sucking the energy out of Jenny again, and so we go. Uh, and it goes on yeah. forever. Yeah. So we go back to the archive. Strangely, she absorbed it really, really quickly. Yeah, and then but we have to draw it out of her slowly. I don't even know. Whatever. And uh, and have you noticed, uh, I know you did, because I think I pointed it out, if you didn't, um, he's getting a little <laughs> bit more regenerated every time we oh, see yeah. him. Oh, yeah. And it, this this totally reminded me of the Mummy movie from, like, the late 90s. Yeah, you did. You said yeah. something about that. I was never really a big fan of those movies. I am. I know you are. Big nerd. So I only saw, I only saw it, like, once, and I never saw anything after it. Yeah, this is just Imhotep. Just, okay. It's not a well, god, it's just Imhotep. That explains everything. Um, and so we go back to the archive, and Ichabod, um, he has found a code in the margins of the book. And so uh, the that was it, nice of of, of Paul, Paul Revere, because Paul Revere's like all about the codes apparently. And um, who knew? Oh, Crane knew. He says that the eye is uh, intact, which is what we saw in the flashback. Um, is once uh, Jonathan blew himself up, the eye was left behind. And so I thought, see, which contradicts the fact that Pandora says, if you destroy Jenny, you destroy the rest of the energy. See, that's in her. that's the problem. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you said, and that's yeah. what bugged me out. Continuity, what? Yeah. And so, um, Paul used the eye, or used the staff to take the eye, um, because it's conveniently if you. If, it's it just, looks you just touch it. It looks exactly like um in Indiana Jones and, and um the Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's the staff of Raw. It's got it's like a circular piece. It's got wing kind of a winged motif yep. on it and in mm-hmm. the middle there's an empty spot for it and that's where that's where the eye goes. It absolutely is. Just so y'all know. And so Abby's like, "Well, please tell me you've seen this before." And of course <laughs> he has. He's watched Indiana Jones. He has. He has. We all have. 
And um, if not, you should. So Revere used uh, used the staff with its convenient eye hole to put the eye in it. And um, but Washington decided that it was way too dangerous to even try to use after seeing what happened to Jonathan. And so um, Joe's like, hey, we can use the staff to take the eye out of Jenny. This is a good idea. And um, Ichabod's like, I do remember seeing it once. And we have a flashback. And um, That had nothing to do with Betsy Ross. Right. And I kept going, oh, shit, is this going to be the Betsy Ross? Oh, she's not here. Yay. And um, so Ichabod was, uh, in 1776, he went to see Paul Revere with orders from uh, from somebody else about the fish kill cutlass that came up uh, a couple seasons ago. I know. Uh, so I like that. That was some callback. And um, lots of callback in this episode. Yeah. And so Revere is working on something else. He's he's forging what looks like the shard of Anubis. And he apparently has no time for Ichabod. He has no fucks to give. And Ichabod's like, hey, here's this thing. And he's like, uh, I'm working on something more important. And then he's like, oh, it's for it's for Washington. Oh, and Crane's like, oh, oh. And uh, Ichabod's like, I'm really I'm really sorry about Jonathan's death, because apparently the story is he died from the pox. And um, I've heard that story before. Yeah. And Paul is quite upset. He's very upset. And so he's he tells Ichabod, he's like, don't let anybody get close to you because when they when they die, it'll hurt a lot. And I'm like, oh, OK. Well, All and right. my thought when, when I was watching the scene, my thought was again going back to how crane had all of these quote mentors yeah around him who knew that crane was a witness but nobody could tell crane so all right. of these interactions now when i watch him with these people people like revere yeah people like ben franklin i'm like so he knows mm-hmm. so he's not really trying to be rude to ichabod he just can't tell him yeah What's Because he can't know anything about anything. Exactly. And yet Crane still played this major part in history. And it's it's getting harder it's and kinda harder. It's kind of head hurdy, isn't it? And my brain hurts. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so uh, we see Paul Revere take out, um, take out the staff of the headpiece. Which was wrapped in an American flag. So yeah, I there's know. your Betsy Ross nod right there. But yeah. that's I'll, yeah. that's enough. That was but enough. then he he smelts it down, um, and we see later that it's the he makes what we've seen as the, the casing of the shard of Anubis, right? Because Ichabod walked out, but then stopped and peeked to see what he was doing. Yeah, and I'm like that's not very nice. It's not very gentlemanly. No, he's my curious little baby on a spy for the spy <laughs> for the spy with the spy in the secret um, war. Now, <laughs> now I'm confused. Um, so Joe Joe has Joe's like, can you can you draw what it looked like? And Ichabod's like, can I? I was painting oils before such and such. And I'm just like, artist Ichabod is my favorite. I didn't favorite. bother to look that up. But and so, I'm like, is there anything this man can't do? Basically, no. And so uh, skinny jeans. That's about it. <laughs> that's about it. He, I can't do skinny he jeans. can't with the skinny so jeans. And so um, no one should with the Ichabod draws jeans. it. And um, OK, but did you see what he pulled out to draw it in? No. That's looked to me like it could have been the same journal that he pulled out in season one to draw the map that he destroyed when he lied to Abby about memorizing the map. It looked like either, like it was supposed, whether or not it was, I don't know, but it looked like it was supposed to be that journal. Oh, that's cool. Or it could have been. Or I hope it is. I want it to be. I say it is, and yes. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. 
And so right away, Joe's like, yep, that's the shard of Anubis casing that, that held the, the eye. And um, so they figure Revere uh, used it to contain it with so nobody would like have to touch it and stuff. And so also nobody would know what was in it. But I thought it was interesting that it becomes from the headpiece of the Staff of Ra to the shard of Anubis. And we give no fucks about God continuity here. I mean, you know, shard of Anubis, Ra, you know whatever cyrus zeus yeah and so uh they figured that pandora couldn't find it so that's how atticus nevins got involved but yet we go back to and they showed it in the previously on nevins saying uh who i work for makes pandora look like a kindergarten teacher so it it, i don't know what that implication is because it's not like he's been working for the hidden one he said the hidden one's been down in the tree or wherever the hell he was until pandora got him out yeah, that's the whole backstory between Nevins and Pandora is so confusing. But with the way this episode ended, I think it's still out there for us to learn. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they're I'm done with really it. God, I hope they're not done with it about that whole bit. Um, and so Abby's like, "Okay, I'm gonna go get it. I'm gonna go get the uh, the casing. Um, because it's it's at the FBI because it was taken off of Nevins. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we go back to the hidden one real quick, and he is uh he's visibly more regenerated, and um. He tells uh, his wife that he can feel the energies of rebirth and yada. He's getting da, da, da. drunk. Yeah, and uh, Pandora kisses him, and you know whatever. So, it was. I think it was just to show us he's being he's yes, regenerating. That's I all it was. Do. Only purpose. And so um, we go back to the FBI, and Sophie is going to talk to Nevins, and she's like, "Listen, you need to tell me something because." We're about to take you to D.C. The alphabet soup. The alphabet soup. She's like, (laughs) all these agencies are going to be involved. Are you not going to list them? FBI, DEA, DOD? I don't remember. I don't remember. I just thought it was hilarious. With their Q&A. Yeah. And Joe, bless your heart, there were so many acronyms in that sentence. (laughs) Sorry. I knew what all of them were, though. Yeah. She was spelled. I'm like, okay, that's DOJ or, yeah. And so, um, Nevin's like, yeah, I'm not going to make it to prison. I'm going to be dead. Yep. And Sophie's That's like. That's not who he's scared of. Yeah. And he tells her that she can't do anything to protect him. And, um, she keeps trying to get him to talk. And he's like, I have information for Abby Mills. If she'll help me. No. So Nevin's knows she's a witness. Oh, yeah. He has to at this point. Yeah. If she'll help him, then he'll help the FBI. And so Sophie's like, That's bullshit. Um, but. So she's like, uh, these agents are about to go take him away. To there's this van waiting for him. Yep. And so we go to Abby, and she's uh, sniffing around lockup, and <laughs> you know, she so she finds she finds the shard of Anubis casing, but she also grabs this book um, that we saw Atticus use to. It's the Yingling yeah, saga. Yeah. And to summon the berserkers in the previous episode, and so. Um, she she shoves it into her. Now she's carrying a purse. I just thought that was really conspicuous because Abby doesn't generally carry a purse. People with the FBI, and so it's this big it's this big bag. Well, you know, she's just casually stealing uh, evidence to begin with. Yeah, she's shoving all kind of crap in that purse. And so as she's leaving, um, Sophie's like, "Hey, um, Nevins wants to talk to you." And Abby's like clutching her bag, and she's like, "Um," and uh, Sophie's like, "Don't be pissed at me." Basically, Reynolds is the one that lied to you. I was she's just not doing my job. And she's not. She's not wrong. She was like, I was just doing my job. I was told not to let you in on this. And I was undercover. So don't fucking be mad at me. And um, so she's like, uh, 
Nevins wants to talk to you, and so you can you can go in the van with him on the way to DC and talk to him then. And um, so we see Pandora come in at the at the um at the little parking area. It's kind of like a almost like a courtyard surrounded by it's, the building. Yeah, it's a it's a like loading dock kind of an area. Yeah, it's it's a secure transport area. Yeah. is what it is. Yeah. And so Pandora shows up, and she comes in the van, and she's dressed up in her. She loves cosplay, man. Pandora's all she about does. cosplay. She is. And um, so she's dressed up as an FBI agent, and so she um, she's in like a uniform. Yeah, which is FBI's don't really have a uniform. No, but she's got the windbreaker on, and that's cool. Know. Whatever. And um, I'm not going to question her life choices. So all of a sudden, she's in the van alone with Nevins, and um, she's like. Uh, he's like, no, I, I, I tried, I tried. And she's like, yeah, um, but still it fell into the hands of these, of these people. And, you know, she's like, mm, sorry. Well, he played with her box Yeah, and she's like, and she's my like, husband, my would husband not. it was a dowry. Box. It yeah. was her dowry. So Zeus, so mm-hmm. now he's Zeus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, he didn't marry Zeus. Uh, Zeus is the one. Okay. Zeus gave her the box. Yes. See, I'm so freaking confused. I know, because if you look at him like she Amun... She didn't marry Zeus. No, if you look at him like Amun, that's the Egyptian Zeus, and Zeus is the one Zeus that gave the, the box. Zeus was the gave her the box, yeah. but that's not who she married. Yeah. Yeah. Her brain. Um, and so she's pissed. Like, it was not yeah, part of the but, plan for Nevins to actually use the box. But I just want to say, you shouldn't be playing with a woman's box without nope. permission anyway. No, consent, man. Consent's all important. about consent and playing with the box. We were laughing so hard. We were. We were like, oh my God, Jesus. They went there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they meant to. I think maybe that was just us. Yeah. We're just, yeah. We we're, just think that way. Us. Sorry. And he, um, he's begging at this point and, um. He she, will do anything. He'll pay anything. I'm like, yeah. honey, you ain't got that kind of money. Nope. And so she, she kills him. Is he dead though? I think so. I don't, I don't think he's dead. You, you don't think he's dead? I don't think he's dead. Mm. There was a puddle of blood in the van, mm-hmm. but we don't know that that was his blood because he's gone. That's true. They think he's on the run. That's true. There is no proof. He is not dead on screen. If he is not dead on screen or another or another character says he's dead. And why dead, would she have taken his body if she killed him? Exactly. Okay. And as Joe pointed out to us previously, she has never directly killed anybody. Okay. At this point. She's strangled a lot now. She, yeah. She, there's, she got a little There's strangly. the threat. She got a little She strangly. got touchy touchy. Yeah. Which you shouldn't do without permission. But he bad touched her, so. See, exactly. But. Yeah. I don't think he's dead. Okay. I don't think he's dead. That'd that's how I think. That's how. That's why I think we'll learn more about their relationship. And I say that in a very loose. Yeah. N- you know, how they know each other. Kind of how that situation. Yeah. Or scenario. <laughs> don't be mean to Joe. I'm sorry. I'm a terrible person. I apologize. But yeah, so you, th- so you're you're putting your bet down on that. It's that I Nevins think he's is alive. still alive. I think he's alive. Okay. Well, and he's a wealth of knowledge. He knows all about Corbin. He knows all about this. And I think supernatural shenanigans. Yeah. And he's going to end up telling Abby. He's going to yeah, be. He's, he's going to crop up again. He's going to be our source of knowledge here. Okay. Um. So we go back to uh, the good team, and Ichabod is loading up on weapons, and um. This oh, is bless where, his heart. Because that's what Jenny always did. Yeah, and so he tries, and he's like, uh, our stores are kind of running low. And he comes back up to the archives from in the tunnels, and Joe is there, and he sees that Joe was looking at the grimoire of lycanth- lycanthropic curses. Mm, and I was Joe, like, no. This, Joe, no. The name of no. this episode. 
is Joe. Joe. No. no. And um, he's like, uh, Ichabod's like, what are you doing? He was like, you were inflicted with one of the worst of these curses, the Wendigo. And he's like, don't, don't even think about this. And Joe was like, well, I thought maybe if I could I use the curse, but I could control it, I'd be really strong and I could get her back. Joe? No. no. And that's basically what Ichabod tells him. Yeah. And um, he was very... He was very kind about fathery. it. Fathery. Yeah. I got a very fathery. Although I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, but these two are, are their, their relationship is more of brothers. Mm-hmm. If you think about, okay, Ichabod and Abby, Jenny and Joe, fine. It is what it is. Although I'm not as happy about the Jenny and Joe side of it. That would make them brothers. Yeah. But he acts more like a father. He does. with When he's, when he's with talking Joe. with Joe. Yeah. Although Abby's not mothery. Yeah. With Jenny. But I just thought it was an interesting She's very protective, difference. though, yeah. I thought it was a very different dynamic. Yeah. I like it, though. Yeah, I do, too. Because the girls treat him as a little brother. Yeah. Ichabod treats him like a... I think the word son may be too strong, but he's very but it's, fatherly, mentory. Yeah. yeah. It's paternal kind of a deal. It very much is, and I thought that was interesting. Yeah. And so, um, he, uh... Sorry, I sidetracked you. Yeah, you did a little bit. Um... But it's it's okay, and so uh, but they okay yeah they didn't forget about Joe's no origin, Joe's past. origin story yes <laughs> his his very furry past and um so he's he's like um you know when we get Jenny back you're gonna want to be a man not a beast she's gonna need you as a man yeah Don't play and with her this, box without permission and just is saying. this where Ichabod mentions the love quote or you you have it in your notes when he does say it. Love makes us do stupid things, basically, is kind of what it says. I do, but I, I don't think that's... I'll Let me look, and I'll let you know. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, that is... It is. It's okay. A, it's my very next paragraph. Yeah. Uh, often when love grips the heart, logic can abandon the mind. And Crane gives this kind of downcast, he's talking about himself look. Mm-hmm. But the question is, is he talking about Katrina? Mm-hmm. Is he talking about Abby? I think it's many-layered. I think it's many layered and I think we're supposed to take from it what we want to take from it. The fact that they did not do a Katrina flashback or specifically say Katrina, Katrina which as we've talked about, they've pretty much erased her. Yeah. From they've the only show, mentioned her a couple times. Like once or twice. Yeah. Um, it's, I think they're hinting, they're pushing that agenda. And also, I think, is, it. I think this is foreshadowing for Abby's behavior at the end of this episode. Yeah, it's true. Um, so we go back to Reynolds, and um, and Abby is at the FBI building, and um, he uh, he tells her to sit down, and he's like, "Nevins is dangerous," and yada da da da. And Abby's like, "Listen, I don't know where he is," and um, he's she's like, uh, "The deal Jenny made with him has absolutely nothing to do with this case." Well, he wants to know, did did money change hands? Yeah, and she's all like, Daniel, she's like, it doesn't matter. All Daniel, the asshole, forgive mm-hmm. my Romani Greek, um, <laughs> all he cares about is this freaking case. Yeah. Abby wants to find her sister, and all Daniel cares about is this damn case. Yeah. And it, he is not endearing himself to me at all. Yeah. Uh, I do realize I missed a scene. I skipped oh, a scene. Okay. Um, where uh, Abby and Sophie find out that Evans is missing. <gasps> And Abby runs, and she sees Pandora, and so she confronts her without Sophie seeing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it and is. And her and Pandora have a little chat. 
Yeah, it's a very important chat. Because Pandora offers them well, a place in the New World Order. She she uh, she does. She's Let's see. Da, 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 da. Abby goes after Pandora. She tells Abby that the witnesses have a place in the New World by right of lineage. Lineage. Which is what you and I have been saying all along yep. is that these two are witnesses by blood. Yep. That... Uh, we believe Grace Dixon was a witness in her day. Yep. So it would have been Ichabod and Grace. And I think, and I think that's what exactly what it is. I think it's the matter of these two just happen to be together in their time. Yes. And it and it all the you know pins is, fell into place or whatever. Right. So by lineage. By which, lineage. So it's 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 a hereditary hereditary title. Yep. Is what I'm getting from this. But so she confirms what we've known all and along. And Pandora has mentioned witnesses in the past. Yes. So. It's it's an ongoing. So there have been many witnesses. Yeah. Um, but she also mentions she's she at uh, 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 right. Uh huh. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. So uh, Pandora or or Panny. Panny. I love. Panny. You started calling her Panny, and I love it. As Panny, as 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 we like to call her. Uh, she admires Abby's loyalty to family, mm-hmm. but she senses the old wound where Abby abandoned Jenny before. Yep. Which is interesting. That Pandora is seeing this pad that she knows so much about them, um, but then when uh, Sophie arrives, we turn around and Pandora she's gone. just gone. She's yeah. poof gone. And this is where we find out that Reynolds has summoned Abby to his right, office. So we go back to the office, and so we go back to the office. And um, sorry for being out of order. That's probably my fault. Um, and so uh, yeah, we, they talk about the whole Jenny thing, and the Reynolds Nevin's doesn't thing. buy what Abby's trying to tell him, and um, Abby doesn't care. Yeah, well, basically. And he says that uh, Nevin's uh, asked for you, meaning Abby. And so Abby's like, I'm fucking done with this, basically. And he's like, you can't walk out. I'm a superior officer. And Abby's like, okay, for fuck's sake. And Daniel points out that he found out about Crane um, sneaking in to Nevin's place. So Daniel's all... uh, He knows knows. she called the surveillance off. He knows uh, because Because Sophie saw ran into Ichabod. Sophie had to pretend like she didn't know who Ichabod was, but she knew who he was. Yes. And um, so she's like, okay, this is personal. You can't tell me this isn't personal the way you're behaving with right. me right now. And um, and and he says something like, there's stuff you, you, you're not telling me. And she's like, I can't. I can't tell you everything. And she's like, uh, she, she wants him to understand, but he's like, I can't. And so she's like, here, she hands him her badge, her gun. And she walks I, out. The the subtlety and yet the magnitude of that one gesture. I was sitting here going, what? Because we've been saying it's going to be bad when Abby has to choose. She's going to have to choose between her career Split and her second. family. And here she did not even hesitate. Nope. I was so proud of her. I was just like, here here it is. Here it is. And she just, here you go. She's like, just this is in my way here. Turns around and walks out. I was so proud of her. Yeah. For not having to go, I so was expecting that inner turmoil, that that argument with herself. Yeah, um, and she did not even hesitate. Nope. And I feel bad that I ever doubted her. Doubted Abigail Mills. Yeah, I'm Grace sorry. Abigail Mills, I love you. I'm sorry. And uh, as soon as she leaves, and so does Ichabod. Yeah, he does. Okay. As soon as she leaves, uh, Reynolds calls his uh, boss, who is cr- who is credited as Walters in the closed captioning. Okay. Because uh, he's obviously off scene, off off camera, um, camera. Off scene. So they credit him. Yeah. And so, um, and the guy was like, uh, "You're you're not supposed to call unless there's a problem." And he's like, "There's a big problem." Oh, guess what? 
the uh, we've lost the person we were cultivating as an asset. So they were talking about Abby. Yes. We find out that they were, in fact, talking about Abby. Okay. And so um, we see uh, Reynolds call her voicemail later, and he leaves a message, which, can I just say, when she's like, uh, you know, wait for the beep, especially if you're Crane or something. I mean it, Crane. I mean it, Crane, because apparently there have been many messages where Crane is in the middle of a rant because he didn't wait for the beep to start. Yeah. I'm just like, she amended her voicemail message for him because they love each other. Specifically for him. <gasps> and it's it's been so long since we've had Ichabod in the modern world. I forgot how much I missed it. And I think also I looked at it like it's a fuck you Reynolds because he's important enough to, Crane's to, important enough to warrant To warrant this and, being on her voicemail yeah. and not yeah. him. And so he, but he does tell her that he leaves her a message and he tells her, he's like, listen, I haven't keyed in your resignation Come back, we'll talk about it, and we'll work something out. Okay, I want to know if this this shady little call to this Walters guy. Yeah. Is it more, is it a higher power than FBI? I don't is know. Is it a cult? Is it the Illuminati? I don't know. Is it, you know, is it Washington's? Masons? Is, is it Masons? Is it the Washington spy ring? Well, if it was, the Masons would go through Crane because they know Crane That's knows. That's true. That's true. But yeah, is this, oh, but even is though he the got Illuminati? the local local order killed, yeah, he did a lot. Good um, job, Crane. So uh, you know, is it Saint Dumas? <laughs> That's a different <laughs> from show. Gotham. Oh, That's sorry, wrong show. show. Although we did have a Dumas code, we did, didn't we? <laughs> that, was that was pretty Pierce awesome. Code. That was pretty awesome. Um, I just so yeah, and then Daniel leaving her the message. I just all that just he's she's going to end up having to tell him what's going on. Yeah. And I really think that these higher-ups know something. I th- Yeah. But Daniel doesn't know. They've compartmentalized. Well, it's a... It's kind of a lot like what they did with what was done with Crane. Well, it's a need-to-know basis. Yep. And Daniel don't need to know. Plus, it's kind of hard to recruit people when you're like, hey, guess what exists? Demons and gods and all this other I weird shit. I would be... I know all, you, you know, I would be all I know you would. They wouldn't. They would, they would need to tell me that to get me to sign up. Yeah, but then you'd be all in. I'd be... I'm here. <laughs> so uh, where do i sign in blood sure thing yeah i am there and so um he uh sophie comes in sophie comes in as soon as he hangs up and she's like uh she tells him that that they've got a they've got a um a perimeter set up and they're gonna look for nevins and da 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 and um and the and, and the river and she kind of looks at the uh, yeah and the river and so she looks at the uh at the Abby's badge and gun on his desk. And she's like, I know you were close with Abby, but I didn't know. But, and, and he like, he doesn't want to talk about it. And so, so he's like, well, Hey, funny thing that happened before Abby left is she checked out all this equipment, night vision goggles, heavy ordinances, da 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 da. And she's like, does she even know how to use this? And he says, uh, I was at the Academy with agent Mills and she, with the proper, uh, proper support, she could wage a war. She could wage war. And I'm like, mm-hmm. That's my girl. That's right. But he says, I know you don't owe me anything, but... But in, uh, my question is, though, in, still, in only a few, in like six months worth of training, Abby can now wage war? Mm-hmm. Um, the um, timelines hurt. My brain. Yeah. And so he's like, I know you don't owe me anything, but I need you to find her. And so, so I think Sophie's going to see something. I think she is. I now think she's more likely to see something than Reynolds right now. Oh. 
Interesting. So you mm-hmm. think she's going to become team witness? Mm-hmm. I do. I want her. She could. I. Okay. Because we have. I'd not rather have. I'd rather have her on team witness than Daniel. Oh, much rather. Because I think what we were, like we were talking about before the cast, Sophie and Daniel are now team to, in my brain. Team FBI. So we have team witness. You know, our four over mm-hmm. here, and then we've got Sophie and Daniel over here as team FBI. But I like Sophie where I don't like Daniel. Exactly. I would love her on Team Witness. I'd be cool with that because I, I kind of like Sophie. I like her too. Now, now that we know, and I and I think we've passed the danger zone of her being a mill sister. Yeah, I still kind of like that idea. Uh, I miss that. Yeah. So, um, so we go to Team Witness, and um, Abby's got the weapons, and she uh, she gives it to Ichabod and Joe, and they they start loading up, and um. So she's like, we really have to get Jenny out of there. We have to get the eye out of her and get the fuck out of there. And um, so she's she's like, if anybody gets in our way, we're going to take him down. And Crane's like, seconded. See, and so, and Joe's all on board like that. I, I love it. There's no argument. There's no discussion. When um, they talk about it, they just do it. Yeah. So uh, Abby gives Crane the book that she got from uh, from Nevins' effects. And um, he's able to, he's able to see that that's what was used to summon the berserkers. Well, and she says to him, "It's a book. It's old. In other words, craney. Yeah, craneish." And I was like, oh, "She that's got him a so present. Cool. She did because she knows him so well." Yeah, and so um, Ichabod's like, uh, "We might be able to use this to start uh-huh. some taking some stuff out of Pandora's box and and use it for um, a, a distraction." And so, uh, so they go, and we um, we flash back to the ruins. He, he does mention that some of the spells are in Latin and some are in Norse. Yes. And at this point, my head is spinning. At this point, you're like, whatever. Uh, so we go we go back to the hidden one, and he's talking to Jenny, and he says that it's time for him to take what is his. And Pandora's like, um, let me watch. Kinky. And he's like, sure, baby. And uh, okay, and, yeah. And they so talk Pandora's a- panties a freak. I know, right? And uh, she just want she's got a fetish about watching him eat. Apparently, so they apparently started this plan thousands of years ago. Yeah, what stopped them and why? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, um, so we go back to Team Witness, and they're walking through the woods and um, scooping up the field mice. Yeah, Joe's got this tactical gear on, and it's quite yeah, nice. he does. And so he he heads uh he heads on ahead heads on ahead sure sure why not and um because he's he's all like Jenny 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 and so um which is why they leave him outside yeah and so Jenny's like uh or a- Abby's like I'm kind of worried about Joe because of the whole he's kind of you know letting this Jenny thing uh, cloud his judgment and Ichabod's like um no but look at how how many things we've overcome. And they have a little heart to heart. Yeah, and he says he says we have uh they have uh triumphed so often because they because they do care. <laughs> they list their conquests, Crane gets down on one knee, mm-hmm. he's going to propose. Well, maybe not. And she He says, was right there. She says Well, wait, 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 wait. Before we get to that part, because I know where you're going. Okay. Um I know exactly where you're I know going. I know you do. Because we've talked about it a hundred times since it happened. Um, you said Joe is in body armor. Yes. Abby is in body armor. Yes. Why is Crane 
not and body armor. I understand. Aesthetic? Sure, it's visually pleasing. Yes, it is. <laughs> Boy, is it. Crane is visually pleasing, but I still think Abby would have insisted that he, he has wear a body vest. armor yeah. too. Yeah, or something. Or, you know, we need a reason why he's not wearing it, other than yeah. pure aesthetic, because it's yeah. pretty, but still. It's very pretty. Um, yeah, so that's, I, I needed to question that. Okay, you're raising, you're raising your hand. <laughs> so, what does Abby say that is the best line in the history of all lines in this show? She says, and I'm going to start at the beginning. Okay. You ready to fat some bad guy, fight some bad guys, Crane? And he responds, indeed. And Abby says, my man. My man. And she says it just like that with those inflections. Yes. My man. <gasps> she may as well have just snapped, okay? <gasps> and But he, he didn't look twice. He didn't question it. Nope. I was I was really kind of, I was sort of hoping that he would at least do a double take. And be like, did she, did, did did she, she just, just cook? But no. And it was so epic and so dramatic. I was like, my oh, man. So and they happy. walk off into the camera and I'm like. What? I just I'm so happy. I'm this is it could have ended there and I would have been like this was awesome. They could have left the fall finale right there yep. and <laughs> it would have been great. I'm like is the finale when they get married? What month they choose? Yes. Because yes. Um and so they they break into the ruin and um they do lay eyes on Jenny. And because she's on this like table thing. Yeah, Ab- Abby's got these these night vision goggles yeah. which I always thought looked really funny. Yeah. Because they're just this right in front of your face. And yeah. I'm like, how do you see with that? I'd be cross-eyed so quickly. Um, but Crane has got his hand mm-hmm. on Abby's shoulder walking in. But they're talking really, really loudly. Yeah, I thought so too. Especially since they're up against gods. They're not whispering. No, they're not even trying. And they don't like have earpieces or no. anything. Oh, we're into the cave now. <laughs> There's Jenny. There's Jenny, Joe. We found her. <laughs> Well, we've got to get to her right away. Like, yeah. Oh, my God, you people suck. And this is when Pandora's like, uh, we have intruders. And I'm like, I don't no know how shit. you figured that out. <laughs> really? Yeah. So she goes and leaves. And it's really not that dark, so I don't know why they it's, have night vision goggles. It's really not. So, and <laughs> so Pandora it's leaves, all for drama. Uh, leaves her hubs to finish working on Jenny, and she's going to deal with the intruders um, because our team has no, split honey. up. Let me. Yeah, our team has split off because Joe's gonna go after. Um, yeah, after Joe's Jenny. Joe's outside. He's just kind of hanging out, and yeah. I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" They're just because Joe. And so, uh, so Panny uh, confronts Abby, <laughs> and um, fight, 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 and Abby fight, shoots, fight, fight, and fight. the bullets have absolutely no effect. She she doesn't even it no doesn't phase her at all. She doesn't nope. jump or anything. But the thing nope. is, Abby's not even phased. No, she's like, of course not. Yeah. And Panora tells her that you uh, that she can't change her fate, and uh, this is when Joe has. These, she already has. Yeah, this is when Joe has these like grenade type things, and he throws them into the ruins. Uh, okay, at the, by the tr- by her tree. Yeah, so that's what he's doing outside. Is he's boy, his aim is awesome to I fire know, from right? the hip and to up and over. Yeah, twice. Yeah. Were Joe, they were they smoke bombs? What? They were like canisters, so I didn't think they were. They weren't like straight up grenades. Maybe not bombs, but like maybe smoke. like flash bombs or something. I, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea what that. But was. yeah, he's he's quite good at it. And so, um, this is he where, was in the war. That's he true. He was in like actual. He war, actually had a tour. Frontline of, yeah. combat. Yeah, and I, he was a marine. Words so. 
Words. Proper order. Yoda. Yes. Am I? <laughs> Mm-hmm. And so, but this is where we see that Abby was just a distraction because uh, Ichabod comes up behind Pandora, and uh, apparently a taser works. You know, you know, full on assault weaponry. Nothing, nothing. But a taser. A taser, sure, that'll yeah. take her down. Yeah. Whatever. Maybe because she didn't see it coming. Yeah, maybe because she wasn't like warded against it or shit. I don't yeah, know. Still, I don't know. She well, had cast her shield spell. I just ugh, glamour. I'm thinking uh, in terms of an RPG here. So, um. So they make it into the uh, into well, the. Maybe, uh, I'm thinking RPG here, so yeah. maybe like a direct hit versus maybe an she electrical... was vulnerable to shock. Maybe attacks, she's got but a, not, yeah, not fire. I don't know. And so they make it into the main chamber, and um, Abby's able to uh, get the hidden one kind of knocked back. Um, which Who I don't knows? know how that was supposed I don't to work. Even know. And um, Jenny. She runs to Jenny, and Jenny's like, it's too late. And Abby's like, Abby's like, no, no, no. And so they take the casing that they took off of Nevins, and she is going to suck the eye back <laughs> into it. That's the idea. Yeah, I, sure. I, I was like, touch her. That's what you're, you're supposed Instead to touch her, right? Instead of holding it near holding her. It, just, I was like, just put it on her belly. Yeah. It'll be okay. Yeah. Um, it would have worked so much faster, I'm telling you. It would have. And so meanwhile, while Abby's doing that, Ichabod and Pandora are having a box war. They're having a box match. Yeah, and because Ichabod's going to try to summon something from it, and Pandora's trying to stop him. And at first, your first thought was, is he trying to pull Headless out? Or I, is she trying to pull Headless I out? I thought he was going to try and pull Abraham out for an ally. Because yeah. Abraham would recognize Crane yeah. and then fight against Pandora, who put him in there. Yeah. I was expecting Abraham to, even if he would have come back and then died. Yeah. I was expecting Abraham to come out. Yeah. But I have to put my mic down. Okay. Because I translated what Crane said. Okay. But I forgot to copy and paste okay. the translation. You want me to hold you? So you, can you just, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I just thought, the, and the box gets all spinny. And so he starts shouting. And we did try to see what Pandora was saying, but they only subtitled Ichabod. Um, whatever she was like her counter attack or whatever that she was saying, um, it wasn't captioned. So sorry guys, we're not that good. Um, because he's a lot more audible than she is. And so, but I I thought it was interesting because I thought when you mentioned Abraham, I thought, what if she was going to pull Abraham out and go here, this will distract you. Yeah. I don't know. It, it really could go either way. Um, what, Ichabod says, is vocat agmina nostra tellur antiquis temporibus processit continentium vacuum, vacuum interoperant emergent. Damn. Yeah, and I said all that, and I probably mispronounced half of it. But it I was had, just Wingardium Leviosa. <laughs> I'm telling you, it really was. <laughs> the box was uh, because I had to rewind and play so and many times and play a good 15 times to make sure I got the spelling right because Latin. Right. Because I actually, uh, the last word is emergent mm-hmm. and I originally put the word emerge mm-hmm. and it makes it two different sentences. Oh. So I had to make sure I had it right. So anyway, the English trend. Now this is literal English. This is just Google Latin yeah. to English. It says, calls on our earth in ancient times, advanced containment emerge in a vacuum break. Okay. So, he's just, 
gibberish. He's, it sounds like he's just whatever will come Words. out. Whatever's whatever will come out emerge from. Well, it says containment. Yeah, which would be the box. Which would be the emerge box. to pull it out. Yeah. Um, and it's it says in vacuum break, but I think he's trying to break the vacuum. Yeah. On the box, and he's calling on this come to earth from ancient times or something. I think, but like again, this is literal. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know what he didn't say? What emerge, emerge, emerge? Yeah. <laughs> over and the over. The Katrina and School of the Thought Katrina, of Witchcraft. Just keep saying it over and over and over again. So. Uh. <laughs> he put a little more effort into it. Just saying. Yeah. So they have a box battle. And um, at this point, the hidden one kind of uh, comes back to himself a little bit, and he he knocks Abby clear across the room, and so um, rude. he dist- like he uh, breaks the casing into several pieces, and she's he we just get, crumbles it. We get the whole no thing, quite dramatic. And um, so Ichabod and Pandora are continuing to battle over the box, and this is when Joe shows up, and he he has a very very large assault weapon. He opens fire on the hidden one, and it does no good. So he's like, okay, let me lob a grenade at you. He catches it. It catches does no it good. in his hand. Then Joe pulls out a handgun, and because, let's try that. Because that's how you go from assault weapon to hand grenade to handgun. Yes. That's, that's the proper that's progression That's the natural of progression of things. And I about came out of my seat yeah. watching him with that handgun. He, it's a hand pistol. I don't know what kind of gun it is, and it doesn't even freaking matter. It's an automatic. <laughs> it's the headstone all over again. It's the headstone I'm all just over saying. Again. He fires the gun. The slide goes back, and the freaking gun locks. And it, it d- jams. And he continues the, to the quote pro- unquote fire. Right. The proper word is it jams, and he fires at least two or three more times. And I'm like, how the fuck is he firing? The slide is jammed. Yeah. So you know. I, I, uh, I uh, headstone. <laughs> it's the headstone all over again. Oh my god! It's the weapon equivalent of the headstone. It is. <laughs> I'm just how on earth? Okay, but still, it was bad enough that it was assault weapon, hand grenade, handgun. Yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty bad. Um, I'm not even that stupid, and I'm not even trained in the military. <laughs> That's true. So, but Abby does use Joe's distraction to. Um, she uses it to uh, run to the pieces. And she picks them up, and she um, she tries to use even just the pieces to pull the eye out. Um, meanwhile, Joe is in a bit of a precarious situation because the hidden one has him by the throat. Just a bit. And Ichabod and Pandora are still fighting over this damn box. And then, um, so Abby, uh, she has she has the casing, and it's glowing and all this good stuff. And um, so... Mm, this the ruins start to fall apart now, and I'm like, oh, okay. Apparently, we're now well. You know, it happens. A cave in or whatever, and this is when the tree opens. And I don't know because it took Pandora to open it last time. Did the tree just decide to open? I I think it had to do with before the tree had to have been mature, had to be matured. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mature enough. Yeah, grown up, yeah. growed, growed enough. Um. But maybe perhaps once she opened that portal, it was open. I don't know. I So the tree opens. And Abby's uh, Abby has has the casing and she tells Jenny um she has to do this to save her. And Ichabod of course runs in and she says, uh, 
she tells him to take care of Jenny. And he says, don't. Don't. And so she goes in the tree and it closes right behind her. And um, the eye explodes and the box is destroyed. And um, yeah. everything goes boom. I... Yeah. And so Ichabod wakes up and Joe's uh Joe's nearby and he's he's on the ground as well. He's injured. Jenny is okay. She's I she's Jenny unconscious. Was unconscious. But yeah. she's okay. She's breathing. Um Pandora and her husband are nowhere to be found. And Ichabod goes to the tree and it's shut and all he says is Abby. Abby. <laughs> But I just proposed. Uh, he should have. He should have while he had the chance. He was down. On, he was, he down, was down, down on his knee and everything. Yep. Yep. My man. I mean, forget about the the dangers of battlefield proposals. That would have yeah. been the time. And um, Miss Charlotte brought this up in a tweet to us. She said, "Why?" And this, and you brought it up too. As soon as we were watching, why the hell didn't Abby just chuck the thing in the tree? Throw the damn thing in there. Why did she have to go with it? See, it would have been a perfectly fine, okay, cliffhanger ending to have Abby throw the the thing in the tree. The thing in the tree. We have an explosion. Right. And that be the cliffhanger. Yeah. But no. No, no. No, no. Of course not. Abby had easy. to throw the stupid shard, had to walk into the tree. Yeah. All by herself. And uh, Miss Charlotte also brought up, why didn't Abby say I love you to her sister before she left? That was a good, good point. I mean, what the hell? Yeah. Um, yeah. Or Crane or anybody, just a general I love you that I could have interpreted whatever way I, but you I know what? Well chose. You know what? The take care of each other. Mm-hmm. That was I That love was you. equivalent to I know. Have you seen that one? Yeah. The gift set? Yeah. Okay. The I love you, I know. Yeah. Thing over Ichabod and Abby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah. And there was a part of my brain that was, was wanting, there? I love you, I know. Mm. Just because. Just because. It would have been great. It would have been awesome. I loved it. And I, I wanted mean, come it. on, we already had the, the staff of Raw from Indiana Jones. Why and the I hell wanted, not? I wanted it to be Ichabod saying I love you and Abby going, I know. I know. Yes. Into the tree. Would have been perfect. Yeah. Um, into the carbonite. I know. Oh well, we God. know he we, he comes out of the carbonite. So. I know. You're going to make me cry. Oh. Um, so, yeah. that's But there's. She's fine. So, uh, she's fine. I know. I don't know where the fuck she is, but she's fine. She's in Narnia. Um, Maybe she's not in purgatory again. Speaking of uh, Miss Charlotte, one last yeah. thing she had on her, because she tweeted at us twice. Uh, one of her other things was, will Betsy Ross join 2015? It's looking like so far, no. Yeah. That she won't. So, I'm, I don't want her to. I hope at not. At all, ever. So. Yeah. That, um. Mm. I hope not. I really, very, very, very much hope not. Do not want. Do not want. Nobody not wants want. that. So, yeah. So, we've got uh, Jenny, Joe, and Ichabod mm-hmm. and a missing Abby. She is not dead. There no. are people online who are saying that she is dead. And She's I'm like, absolutely not dead. Absolutely not dead. No. That didn't even cross my mind. No. I would not even for a second. No. Split second entertain the thought. No way. That would be stupid. Just like when they were threatening. That would be they, series suicide they were threatening jenny in the previews you know because we yeah. saw the weapon above her head yeah. and i was like they're not gonna kill jenny they're not gonna kill, they're not gonna kill abby either no, they're not gonna kill abby they ain't they, dumb i mean their ratings are bad enough as it is they kill off abby they will lose yeah. everybody yeah they may as well just hang it up right there so yeah um so yeah so we have feedback 
We do have feedback. We have post-show feedback. We have post-show feedback. You want to take one of them? Uh, if I... Yes. Shall I read the other ones while you do that? Yeah, go ahead and um, read uh, Jasmine's. And okay. And I'll take Tony's. I, again, Jasmine, you barely, with minutes to spare, <laughs> you got your email in. Um, and I was glad you did, too. Yeah, we yeah. Were very, we cheered for you. We saw it pop up. We're we really did. It's sad. <laughs> this is our existence. So, Jasmine, uh, she says, I really liked this episode. Mm-hmm. I like this episode. Uh, she, said, she said, I really like this episode. No Betsy or Zoe two episodes in a row. Woo. Yes. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> I've heard some people say that they think those flashbacks from the last episode and maybe this episode were supposed to be Betsy, but they changed it when they got reactions to her character. Whether or not that oh. is true, doesn't know whether or not that's true. I'm so very happy about it. I am too. Um, interesting. Maybe. Do you think maybe they shot post production? I would like to choose that. <laughs> choose your adventure. Uh-huh. Yes. And <laughs> uh, she noticed so many callbacks this episode. There were so many. There were so many callbacks. Um, she goes on to say, "So was Nevin? So was Nevin's?" I don't think that's grammatically correct. Grammatically? So what? It's not a question. (laughs) So isn't it? Working, Nevin's working for Pandora because I thought he said last episode he was working for someone who made her look like a homeroom teacher. Homeroom. I keep saying kindergarten, but yeah, it's homeroom. Well, you know, you can have a homeroom kindergarten teacher. Yeah, so we've talked about that too. I'm totally confused. Yeah, they got some. That's why I think Nevin's is still alive because there's too much explaining. Yeah. That needs to be done. Yeah. Um, Abby's voicemail, LOL. (laughs) It was beautiful. And then uh, in bold, Ichabod is Abby's man. It's canon now. It is canon. It's absolutely canon. Um, I just jam out every time I hear that song they were singing at the toga party. I didn't shout. even, I didn't recognize, oh, was shout. that Shout? Yeah. It's like, I didn't recognize it. I it was just, Shout. Wait, what? It's a great song. Yeah. Um, Abby looked so small running through those college students. She did. She looked tiny. Yeah. Was, I mean, next to Ichabod and Joe, it's bad enough. I know. To be surrounded by them. <laughs> uh, Jenny has a wonderful sense of humor, even tied to a rock. Your man is damn ugly. Yep. Love Jenny. <laughs> Um, when Abby turned in her badge and gun, I felt so bad for her. I hope she can get her job back or team witness can make their own business. Then Ichabod will have a job too. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> what is Ichabod doing for, I still want to know what Ichabod is doing to help contribute yeah. to the Mills household. Yeah. Just want to say. I kind of don't want her to get her job back. I want her to go back to work for the sheriff's department. I do too. Maybe that's what she means. I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't necessarily want her back at the FBI. I didn't That's like very the FBI. To- it's a very toxic environment for her. Yep. So um, she says, "I was reluctant, but now I'm jumping on the Daniel ain't shit train." <laughs> he ain't shit. I. She said she knew they were talking about Abby. Oh, okay. Okay. I. <sighs> I did. I did when that I was my gut it, reaction. Yeah, when and then I, I was like, it, "Oh, but they could be talking about Sophie." Because it was my rewatch where I was like, "I'm going to see if they actually mention Abby specifically." Yeah, I think I just wanted Sophie to be more than she was. Yeah. Um, so Jasmine says, "And I'm sticking with my theory of them trying to use Abby to get to her father." Okay. Okay. 
It's all going to depend on how it's, Papa Mills is involved. Well, it's almost like the Papa Mills storyline is kind of dropped. Yeah. But now that Abby is missing, mm-hmm. maybe that's Papa Mills's entrance. That I don't know. That would be interesting. I don't know. Okay. Um, she says, I have been getting so many feels from fanfic writers writing Ichabod going back to their home alone. <gasps> people no. are already ficking this? Yes. Of course they are. Of course oh. people are already ficking this, and it hurts. No, no, no. Okay, sorry. Unless um, this... Unless, I'm just going to okay, nope that out of if existence. You, if you look at it from a fanfic perspective, this is just the chance that Ichabod needed to fully understand his feelings for her. See, there you go. This is the angst part, and then eventually it will be followed by fluff. Yep. So saith I. So you saith, so mote it be. There you go. Uh, she says, I hope this is the last time Abby goes into a portal to save someone. I didn't even think about that, but yes. When she left, <laughs> when she st- stayed in uh, uh-huh. purgatory. Damn Katrina. And then she jumps through the portal to 1776. Yep. Damn it. Uh, they, Damn it, Abby. She says, writers let Abby stay in earthly realm for a whole season. She's done this three <laughs> times already. <laughs> First Katrina, then Ichabod, now Jenny. Yeah. I hope they show what is happening to Abby wherever she is. Yeah. Um, that's not unusual for them because they did that with, she jumped through the, the time portal mm-hmm. and then the next episode picked up. And that was a good one. Uh, yeah, it was. That was a great one. Yeah. So far, I've liked all the episodes this season. I'm looking forward to seeing the second half. I hope I got this in on time. You did. <laughs> you did, darling. You did. You did. So... And good luck with your papers. Absolutely. Hope everything's going well. Um, so Tony is not a happy bunny. Um, Tony did not like uh, them bringing up the um, Abby leaving Jenny in the woods and her feeling guilty for that. Um, but I, I think I, I kind of think it gives a little bit more motivation for her just walking in the tree. Although I'm with Miss Charlotte. Chuck the damn thing in there. I just don't even know. <laughs> just lob it through the door. Oh, I just don't even. Mr. Tumnus is back there to catch it. It's fine. I know, right? Um, but also, Tony brought up something that's really interesting that I kind of wanted to talk about with you. And um, Tony says, I take it Crane will be the turncoat, and in doing so, will probably make some bad choices in trying to get her back. So I thought that was interesting, because I kind of already took that we did the turncoat oh, yeah, with, I thought that with would Jenny. Be Jenny. Uh, because she she willingly went to Pandora, even though she was under the influence of right. the shard. Um, so Tony thinks that we're still we still have yet to have the betrayal, and um, Tony thinks that hmm. Ichabod is going to do the betraying to try to get Abby back. But how how would that work? I don't know. That well, involves I, I guess that Pandora and the Hidden One or whoever the fuck else know how to get her out, and he has to bargain with them. I don't know. Yeah, I can see that. Um, A lot of it's going to depend on where the hell Abby is. If she's in the hell. Well, (laughs) um, yeah, the, whether or not she, I'm, I'm still, they, I know, uh, words, Mm -hmm. I know Ichabod said that it leads to the underworld. I'm still bothered by that we don't know. How does he know? Mm-hmm. How do we know that that is leading to the other world? So I really want to know what's on the other side of that door. Yeah. Um, that being said, I think that Ichabod is going to have to side with, maybe not side with, but they're going to need to find, I think the next thing they need to do, the thought is forming as I'm speaking. Okay. Can you tell? Yeah, go for it. Hit me with they're it. They're going to have to find Nevins. That's going to have to be their next step. Yeah. They're going to have to find Nevins to find out what the hell is going on about 
to find Pandora. Because Nevins to is find the connection about, to, yeah. To Pan- Nevins is the connection to Pandora, which is Pandora's the connection to that tree. Yep. To find out where Abby is and how to get her back. Yeah. That's the next lot. I'm sorry. I, well, I, to- I know you're, you're trying to logic, man. The next logical step. Yeah. I'm sorry. Is Nevins. Yeah. Which is going to lead to Papa Mills. Yeah. It's got to. Yeah. I, you know. Yeah. It's got to. I think so. Got to. Got to. That's my prediction, though, that their next step is to yeah. hunt down Nevins to hunt down Pandora. Um, H- hunt down? Yeah. Hunt mm-hmm. down. Hunt down. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Tony is still firmly in the Zoe is evil camp. Yeah, a little bit. Um, which I kind of, I thought, okay, because I, I did think about this. And I thought, okay, if Zoe is evil, we're going to get a reveal. We're going to get a ha But moment. we didn't but get we a reveal. we didn't get that. So I, I don't. I don't subscribe to that, but then again, I've been wrong in the past, so I called it. I was like, he's Osiris. Um, <laughs> I still, I was saying Amon Ra. Yeah. You were close. You were close because Amon is historically known as the Hidden One, but then again. But that's why I thought it was Amon Ra because yeah. of that, but it's still. Ugh. It's just confusing. Norse. The Norse is Are there what, any, like. The Norse is what really throws me. I understand. Okay. She can, okay. She can be Greek and he can be Egyptian because interracial couples, I'm all for that. And they were okay. kind of close to each other. You know, interracial, interreligious. Uh, interreligious. That's the word I'm going for. Interreligious. Okay, yeah. sure. I'm interfaith. all for that. It's an interfaith, interfaith relationship. Is that what it's called? Interfaith? I think okay. so. I don't know. I'm old. I can't remember these things. <laughs> um, I just had a birthday. I'm old. So, um, that's fine. Where was I going? Oh, but the Norse the part. The Norse stuff, And the yeah. Sumerian is related to Egyptian, so that works. It, the Norse is just totally... Out of left field. What the fuck? And but I think they're they keep bringing that back because of the tree, and the tree is the entry yeah, point because the tree the, is Yggdrasil. Um, y- yeah. Uh huh. Do we have you any just mythology experts? I just want Loki. You just I want do. Loki. I do. I really want Loki. Tom. Tom, are you available? He's listening. Tom, we need you. <laughs> no Loki ba- signal. I, pr- I promise no bananas. I don't even know where that comes from. Um, I do actually. It's our weird the, ass text. I know. You guys really don't want to get involved in our text conversations. A lot of times they're just pure gifts. So yeah, they're great. Um, <laughs> we don't even use words anymore. We don't. We just jiff each other. It's just fine. pictures. Um, so that's um, that's that's my theory. Okay. Spring spring premiere. The first thing they're going to need to do is go look for Nevins. And I think she has gone down to some kind of underworld. Okay. I don't I don't necessarily... There are several to choose from. Uh, well, Tony mentioned something about Lucifer in their email. And I don't think... I honestly don't think they're going to go that route. I don't think they're going to go the, the Christian... Yeah. Christianity route But I here. think that there will be some kind of underworld, be it Hades, be it um, the Norse hell... H-E-L. Quote, unquote, on the underworld. Yeah. the un- Oh, yeah, the Norse H-E-L. Because the underworld in, in olden days is is not quite as black and white as it's hell and everybody there is bad. Right. So, I, I'm... Because the Hades, Hades' realm is the underworld, right? Yes. Okay, because, no, that was just dead people. Yeah. That wasn't necessarily And, yeah, there were some people that were being punished. Mm-hmm. Sisyphus comes to mind. But... So I, I'm kind of. But then there's Megara from the there Disney. You go. There you go. She was just kind of hanging out. But I, I'm just like, please don't let it be uh, um, uh, purgatory again, for the love of God. No, I think. Yeah, I don't think. I it's think they're be staying purgatory. away from that. Yeah, I think they're going to need to. I think they're going the away from the direction. Yeah. in a lot of ways, but yet still keeping the witnesses. So I don't know. This whole thing is a hot mess of mythology. 
mixed Yeah, I with- don't see how the what the witnesses have to do with Ragnarok. So <laughs> I'm not real sure. Yeah. Yeah. They're just peace. They're just they're grasping at straws, literally and figuratively, I think. Yeah. So good times. But um, yeah, so everybody start thinking about once you once you uh, you know, marinate on it a little bit. Um Yeah, eat you some turkey. Yeah. Have have a good little think. Oh, if you live in the United States, that is. I, yeah. I apologize. I'm, if you don't eat turkey anyway, we love you. Yeah. Have your own Thanksgiving. I don't have care. Have your own Thanksgiving. We're thank because we are thankful for you. We are. Oh, listen Aww. to me. Um, but yeah, so have a think on it. And um if you if you really um want to get your theories on record before uh the second half of the season starts on February fifth. Yes. Um Send it to us at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. Absolutely. Or you can tweet at us at randomtcasts. Mm-hmm. Or you can get us on Tumblr at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. Absolutely. And I just want to say that I just checked our stats. And yep. we are at the highest number of subscribers than we have ever had. Oh, my gosh. We, did you just see it? No, I'm, I'm refreshing right now. Okay. We had Holy a, poop. We have had we have had a huge jump in the last twenty four hours. That's awesome for number of subscribers, and I know from checking our site as to which feed it's the majority of them is Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, that's you guys out it's there. Our most popular cast, absolutely, and um, they better not cancel the show because I don't know what to do with myself. I know without Sleepy Hollow. I know, um, and we I'm love- optimistic. I'm. It's really going up. Yeah. I know there's that whole controversy about oh they're moving it to Friday, to Friday night and that's the death night and it's that's it's the night Firefly was aired yeah was Friday nights and it's tradition and it's not just Fox yeah by the way that's a traditional across the board networks yeah. tend to put you on Friday night so I'm kind of hoping that they'll give it the chance that yeah. the only re- I really do think that the only reason they put it on Thursday nights was to do the Bones crossover probably. I wish they'd just put it back on Mondays. But you know what? With Gotham. They haven't given Bones a slot. No, they haven't. But I saw our friend uh, Fox mm-hmm. on Twitter. I saw where she was talking about that there were signs around her neighborhood that they were filming some Bones. Really? Yeah. Well, and a lot of it's going to be um, because of X-Files. Mm. They might not have announced because but they don't have But they don't have a time slot for Bones in the spring. Uh-oh. They've got a time slot. They they moved, They did other stuff. Don't know. Who the hell knows? So, although Fringe made it another season after it got moved to Friday. Yeah. So, speaking of John Noble. Yeah. <laughs> well, now we are. So, if you have friends that kind of gave up on it, see encourage if you can bring them, them back. Encourage them to watch this. To I mean, they've got, we've got time between now and who needs to football? Catch up. Watch, watch Sleepy Hollow. It's, it's, what, eight episodes? That's doable. That's totally yes, eight that's episodes. Totally, binge totally doable. doable. Just We're, just tell them season two never happened. Yeah, it was all a dream. It was it all a dream. It's all a dream. Yeah. So it's so moved on. Um, like you could literally skip season two. Yeah, and you would be good. Yeah. Yeah. So I did want to remind everybody that um it that we are on uh, sites like iTunes and Stitcher and Pocket Cast. Yes. And if you are liking what you're hearing, which we hope you are, um please leave us a review. We would like go nuts. We absolutely would. Um and I know I know on iTunes if the more reviews that, that a show has, the higher up it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh we are number 8 
Yeah, we've been consistently in the sleepy hollow eight, slot between eight and ten on the search. Mm-hmm. Which I, we're I, back up to eight this I'm morning. I'm pretty happy about. I'm, hey, we're in the top ten. That's all I need. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those those reviews will help other people find us. Yes. And we will love you forever. We will. Um, so yeah, that's anything else. I have nothing else. Oh, um, yes, we are going on hiatus with Sleepy Hollow. However, Gotham and Agents of Shield have a few weeks left. So yep. if you miss us. Go listen to our other podcasts. And we're going to be doing Agent Carter in the interim. We're going to be picking up Agent Carter the weekend after Thanksgiving. So we're going to take a break next weekend for yeah. Thanksgiving to spend time with our families and each other. Because food we, commas. Because we don't spend enough time together as it no, is. No, we don't. We don't. No. Uh, <laughs> and Black Friday shopping. Exactly. Um, and then the next weekend we're going to start recording for Agent Carter. Yeah. And getting those out there. Yeah. Because season two start- starts on January 5th. January 5th. And uh, suggestions for random movies will be welcome, too. Yeah, and we're going to try to cram some Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, movies in at some point, Yeah, too. at least one, if not two. Yeah. So. Okay. Thank you for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next year. Yeah.